probably never read any of his work, like his book, Theories of the Universe. But you might have seen his cameo appearance on The Simpsons. Now, for one night only, stand-up comedy at its best. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the third strand in its DNA told it to. <laughs> That's right, Stephen Hawking, stand-up comic. He's coming off his stellar performance at the World Physicist Convention, and he's bringing his act to you. Don't miss this opportunity to laugh until you twitch. What do Mars and Janet Reno have in common? Both are places no men have gone before. It's Stephen Hawking, stand-up comic. We are all going to hell, and I am driving the bus. <laughs> oh, I love those rim shots, baby. It brings back bad memories of the Joey Reynolds show. Remember those? No. Did George die? What? No, I'm right here, man. Well, what are you, what are you doing? I'm right here. <laughs> You're right there? Right here. Wow, I think something happened to George. I think he's on tape today. Anyway, the reason I played that, astrophysicist Stephen Hawking, who's been confined to a wheelchair most of his adult life. Oh, and how about that Roger Ebert that we just saw on CNN a while ago? Wow. He's got uh, some kind of... He's got cancer with a what? Throat? Mouth? Tongue? Head? Something. Boy, he ain't looking good, I'll tell you that. Wow, 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 wow. Roger Ebert. That, I guess, is God's payback for those really crappy movie reviews, isn't it? I think so. And isn't it something how, uh, who was the other one? Gene Siskel, who we liked a lot. He was a good guy. Yes, he was. And he croaked years ago. And meanwhile, Roger Ebert, now, you see, Roger probably thought he was escaping the wrath of God at the time that uh, his partner died, and now all of a sudden he's getting it. Wow. The Lord works in mysterious ways, boys and girls. Just keep that in mind. God works God. in mysterious ways. Anyway, Stephen Hawking, who's been confined to wheelchair most of his adult life, expects weightlessness to feel like bliss when he goes on a zero-gravity flight today aboard a refitted jet. For mm-hmm. someone like me whose muscles don't work very well, it'll be bliss to be weightless, Hawking told the AP in an interview yesterday, Tuesday, whenever it was. Hawking, 65, who's got Lou Gehrig's disease, will be the first person with a disability to fly on one of the flights offered by Zero Gravity Corp., a space tourism company. Flying from Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida, the jet creates the experience of microgravity in 25-second bursts of steep plunges over the Atlantic Ocean. Normally, the plane conducts 10 to 15 plunges for its passengers. What well, sounds like my experience at Woodbine yesterday, plunges. I didn't lose that bad. I lost, but not that bad. For those who are keeping track, like the guy that plays the quarters, whatever that guy is, that idiot. The plane conducts... I mean, look, if you can only afford to play nickels and pennies, just go have a good time, okay? It's not a, it's not a question of how much you're going to lose. It's just a question of uh, whether you have a good time or not. You will lose. Normally, the plane conducts 10 to 15 plunges for its passengers who pay 3750 bucks for the ride, although that fee has been waived for Hawking. He's getting it free. How do you like that? I love freebies. On Hawking's trip, the jet will make a single plunge. Other plunges will be made only after doctors and nurses who are accompanying the astrophysicist on the ride have made sure that he's enjoying it, that he's having a good time. You having a good time? Good. Yes, I am. Ot, ot, ot. We consider having him waitlist for 25 seconds as a successful mission, said Peter Deam- uh, Deam- whatever his name is, Diamandis, chairman and CEO of Zero Gravity. If we do more than one, fantastic. Unable to use his hands, legs, or voice, Hawking can only use his facial expressions using the muscles around his eyes, eyebrows, and mouth to communicate. In other words, he's making sounds with his mouth. Otherwise, he relies on a computer to talk for him in a synthesized voice. The computer is attached to his wheelchair and allows him to choose words on a computer screen via a sensor that detects motion in his cheek, in his cheeks. Rectum. 
He won't have his wheelchair and talking computer on the jet with him, although his assistant will bring a laptop in case he wants to communicate beyond facial expressions. I hope it goes okay, Hawking said, but there's always a chance things can go wrong. As in, oh, oh no. But at any rate, we're supposed to care about that, by the way. Do you care? I don't really care about Stephen Hawking at all. No, I don't. I heard he was a... Does that making, make me insensitive or a bastard or... No, I don't, Hateful, I don't care about rotten, him. nasty, lousy, piece of crap. I heard he's a crappy just, dancer, too. Who's that, him? Yeah. And me, too. Oh, speaking of people with no talent, well, I'm not saying he's got no talent, you know, but... Hugh Grant, is there any debate about that? Well, he's got see. one character himself. We've got that one thing that we can't play. No. But I, huh? Oh, it says trumpet and crumpet. No. Is that all hey, it hey, says? Hey, Prince yeah. Charles, y'all want a date? This thing's antiseptic. Mm, a date. What could happen? If I get busted cruising for Quim on Sunset Boulevard. You can't say that either. Will you send what? the wedding invitations Sunset out? Boulevard. Oh. When you hear I've been fishing for trout. Oh. If all the tabloids tell the whole world that I shot and scored. Will you still wed me? Will you still bed me? Though I bought a whore. So far, so good. Honestly, honey, I was just missing you and your English m- Well, like I said, so far, so good. That, that was okay, too, but it's yeah. so boring. Like him, he's boring. Hugh Grant has been arrested and questioned by police in London. After a photographer accused the British actor of attacking him with a tub of baked beans. All right. Oh. Now, see, back in the day when we could play those sounds, that yeah, would be so yeah. great right now, you know? All through the story, we could be playing sounds, but I can't do that. Raspberries. Photographer Ian Whitaker told the Daily Star tabloid that he and Grant 46 clashed near the home of the Four Weddings and a Funeral Star. He can't act. He doesn't look good. He's a jackass. He, uh, his behavior is aberrant and grotesque and unacceptable, but other than that, he's a hell of a guy. He sucks. Whitaker said Grant abused and kicked him Tuesday before lobbing the beans. The paper printed photos of Grant with a plastic tub of food raised over his head. Grant's lawyer, Schillings, uh, oh, I see, it must be an outfit, said an incident had taken place and was now under investigation. An incident had taken place. A police spokeswoman, when asked about the incident, said a 46-year-old man had been arrested Wednesday evening and questioned at the London police station after an allegation of assault in West London. He was bailed to return in May. Hugh Grant assaults a a uh, photographer with a tub of baked beans. Well, that'll teach them paparazzi, man. Them paparazzi. That'll teach them to quit screwing around. Oh, and all these uh, idiots that they're bringing on, all these stupid right-wing politicians to tell us how wonderful things are going in Iraq. Not to mention John McCain, who had a hell of a shopping experience bom, 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 in that market with his uh, flak jacket and his bulletproof vest and all. He's been sp- spewing a lot of flak. They're giving us a bunch of propaganda, man. But in the meantime, they're dying like flies over there. A suicide car bomb attack on an Iraqi army checkpoint in northern Iraq killed 10 soldiers today, police said, while the U.S. military announced that a U.S. Army lieutenant colonel has been charged with nine offenses, including aiding the enemy in Iraq. Oh, just what we needed. In other developments, seven Iraqis were killed and 14 wounded in two other bomb attacks by suspected insurgents. And it goes on and on and on. Wednesday, four Iraqi police officers were killed when a suicide bomber struck a police station in Balad Ruz, 45 miles northeast of Baghdad. And it goes on. I, I could read the whole thing, but it's too depressing. And it's, you know, it's all about the bad stuff that's happening, as opposed to the really neat and nifty great stuff about the few people that are still alive, you know. 
It's like reporting the dogs that haven't gotten lost since we last talked. Wouldn't that be good? That'd be great. We could kill a lot of time with that. Yeah, there's Ginger and Skippy and Tiny and them. Tiny didn't get lost. All right, here's yesterday's pool. And I think... Oh, we, we should have asked at the beginning of the show. Do you like it? But I think they did because we had 1,511 votes. It's not bad. What drew you to South Florida? It's a good question. Boy, and you're still there? Holy moly. I was born here. That's my excuse. 394. And my sympathies lie with you. 394. Work or business? 222. I don't live there, thank... Oh, God! 190. Well, I guess yesterday I must have been reading them off the monitor. That's why my head was uh, cranked around the other way. But now I'm looking straight ahead so I can hit God. real easy and turn God. back around God. getting whiplash and stuff like that. Uh, what do we do to South Florida? The weather, 171. The weather, dummy. What else have we got? There ain't much else. The weather. My parents dragged me here. And I remember that was a le- late last-minute addition thanks to our factory, WB. Thanks, WB. I like your network, too, by the way. Isn't that the network that, uh, what's his name is on? What's his name? Tom uh, Welling? I think so. That gives me a swelling. I haven't watched that in a long time. Is that still on? Small I don't, I don't know. I guess. My parents dragged me here 150, moving into a very respectable fifth place. Nice going, WB. Certainly not the people, 120. Not the people. Oh, Jesus, God. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, etc., 65. Marriage, 56. Well, that sounds like a Q56. Marriage, 56, on your radio dial. Hmm. Probably got a better signal than we got. A vacation, 31. Commitment to a mental institution, 25. The beaches, only 19. The people, 17. Now, not the people, 120, and the people, 17. You see the difference there? You see the Mm -hmm. schism between those two numbers? A lost bet, 16. I can relate to that. A prison sentence, 16. I escaped from New York, which I thought was going to go. And the person who uh, sent that in thought, oh, this is going to have a zillion people on that. Only six. Only six. I escaped from New York. Probably a lot of the other New Yorkers don't feel like they escaped. They felt like they were sent off to serve a sentence or something like that. The nightlife, only five, because other than those four blocks in South Beach, there really isn't any. You know, well, what's the nightlife? Uh, I don't know. South Beach. Like I just got through saying, those handful of blocks. The wildlife, five. Now, there's some wildlife around that town. Make no mistake about it. I can't tell you what parts of town, because then that'll get misconstrued. And a convention or trade show, three. We actually wound up with three people who came to the town for a convention or trade show, and they stuck around. They said, boy, this is paradise. Or maybe they just didn't have enough return fare to go back home, wherever home might have been, like, you know, upstate New York, Geneva, Dunkirk, Fredonia, maybe Depew, those wonderful places around Buffalo. Don't ever go to Buffalo, by the way. Now, somebody was telling me not too long ago that Buffalo is like that they're redoing it and it's becoming more cosmopolitan. And it's uh, I, I, Let me just put it this way. Buffalo blows. I don't care how cosmopolitan it is or how many shopping joints they got or how good the wings are or any of that stuff. Buffalo blows. Just keep that in mind, okay? It's not a place that civilized people want to live in. Stop at, over to Hamburg's okay where Buffalo Raceway is. Where they got the uh, buggy horses, you know? <laughs> the buggy horses. Oh, God. You know, if I had a dollar for every stupid person in the U.S., you have any idea how much I could leave in my will for you, George? No, how in fact, much? If I had a dollar for every stupid person, I wouldn't even wait. I, I'd come down and bring you everybody money right now. I'd be handing out like mm-hmm. like uh, John Rockefeller. Money. John D. Rockefeller. He used to hand out dimes on street corners. Yeah, he big spender. Yeah, hand out dimes on street corners. Multi-billionaire. And would hand out dimes. 
Thanks, mister. Have a great day. Eh? He'd, he'd be welcome here, boy. we got more schleppers on the street corners. And I don't know about you, but they get on my nerves. They really bother me a lot. I'm not so much talking about the grizzled ones who look like they, you know, like they can't even afford a Gillette Track 2 or anything old like that. Uh, I'm talking about the ones who look like, you know, young, healthy. They can go out and get a job. Uh, laying bricks or just getting laid or doing something. But no. Spare some change. Can you help me out? And, of course, the answer is always Sorry, no. No, 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 no. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? If you see a blown-up car on the side of the road, you know you're deep in the heart of... at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Let's take a look at that award-winning QAM schedule, such as it is. We got the Mad Dog at 2, and then the Power Hour with Mad Dog and the Humper, and then Hank at the Dolphin Camp. They're all going to be at Dolphin Camp, 5 to 7. Am I right? They're all going to camp. As far as I know. And then we got Hurricane Hotline at 7 o'clock. Any interest in that crap? No. And then uh, 8 to 10, it's the NFL Draft Preview Show. All right. It's only Thursday, and the draft is on Saturday, but we got the NFL draft preview show at 8, and then 10 o'clock to 1 a.m. It's game night with Eddie K. Game night of, for what? What game? Um, the, Marlins aren't, the Marlins aren't playing. I guess the Heat's playing tonight? No, they're not. They are? I don't know. I have no idea, or I couldn't care less. Now, what happened in the second game in that series? Did they already play it, or is that tonight? No, they played it tonight. They got their butt whipped. Again? Well, they lost by five the first game, and then the and second they lost game. Again to the well, the second game the they Chicago. were close until the fourth quarter, and then Chicago started like Pulled a away. sixteen to three run to start the fourth quarter. And oh then, no! Yeah. What are we going to do about that? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Uh, ten to one. It's a game night with Eddie K. That's our award-winning lineup. No games today. Wow, and the Marlins actually won a game yesterday. Let's hear it oh. for your Florida Marlins. What do you say? Any interest? No. Now here's Jeff. Said, oh, and Chris just sent me a uh, MySpace. Chris R. Chris? Yes. Sent you a comment? Didn't yes. you? Yes. Correct. Well, why didn't... You notice how he left that long pause like I'm a crazy person or something like that, which I am. There's no question about that. Well, why I didn't know you needed me to agree that I sent it to you. Just to verify it. Just to uh, make sure that it was you. You know you know the kind of hanky-spanky that goes on there. And it was something about Santa Claus getting arrested. I approved the comment right away because I saw it was from you, and I figured maybe it was amusing, and then again, maybe... Well, what was the uh, gist of it? Santa Claus is being... Um in trouble with the uh, Rutgers for saying ho, ho, ho. 
No. Oh, no. He didn't say nappy ho, 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 did he? Maybe uh, Maybe Santa's sleeping now. He's taking a nappy ho. Ho, ho. That's bad. It's getting worse by the minute. Well, okay. Well, it's digging a deep <laughs> hole here, and I'll never get out a of it. A deep hole? Jeff, a deep hole. Jeff says, also on that same MySpace in your face on our place, he says, just wanted to let you know that your favorite boy, boy toy, Brady, boy toy my ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Brady Quinn will be doing a live chat this afternoon at 5 p.m. on Subway's website for one hour. Oh, I thought he was talking about Josh. What? I thought he was talking about Josh when he said your favorite boy toy. Oh, would you shut up already, you fat goofball? I was going to say something else. Begin with an F. Go to www.subwayfreshbuzz.com at 5. Uh, that was bad to say that after you put that. You went to all the effort to put that stupid comment in there about uh, ho, ho, ho. That's it's bad. all good. No, it's not. Go to uh, subwayfreshbuzz.com at 5 and tell me you'd love to have a pair of his pantaloonies. Now, that, that is so disgusting, man. Hope Woodbine Wednesday treated you well. No, it did not, Jeff. Have a good one, yeah. I have a good one. But anyway, uh, you like a pair of his pantaloonies? Oh, Jesus. What are you going to do with that? Almighty. Use them as a coffee filter? Oh, like I'm going to be sniffing his underwear or something like that? Like guys that sniff <laughs> panties? Guys that sniff panties? Oh, Jesus, God. Oh. Well, that's our format on the rest of this. Uh, Talk station. about desperate. I beg your pardon? That's our format on the rest of the station, isn't it? Sniffing panties and sniffing jock straps? Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess we need to tune in tomorrow to find out if uh, Kenny and Bo are getting any. If I have to keep hearing about how much they're getting or not getting and about the guy in the slammer uh, that broad came to, uh, you know, have uh, her way with him. Or, oh, God almighty. Who cares, okay? Jesus, God. Go find a friendly sheep or something is my suggestion. Brother. Dr. Heba Kolb is tackling a taboo subject in the Arab world unlike anyone else. She's talking about sex openly on a show broadcast over the Middle East. Let's carry that instead of all that business about did Kenny and Bo get laid last night. Let's carry this. It's a big first in these parts of the world, and Col- Col- oh, I see, it's K-O-T-B. How would you pronounce that? Kotob? Leave a little uncovered. We talk about masturbation, sex over the Internet. We talk about sex on Ramadan. We talk about the wedding night, said Kotob, entitled The Big Talk. The show is broadcast once a week over a satellite channel from Cairo, Egypt. doesn't say how big. It took the 39-year-old mother three years of negotiations to get her show on the air, and the main reason she succeeded is that she only talks about sex a lot in the Koran, sex between husband and wife. Everything else? Uh-uh. But even with that guideline, it's no easy sell. The promo for the big talk starts with Kodab saying, Sex, don't be afraid. Join me to talk about sex without shame. Don't be afraid. Come over here, Brady. And people are doing just that. The show is gaining in popularity throughout the Middle East, so much so that Kodum just signed with a new production company and plans to push the sexual envelope even further in her discussions. For the moment, her main advice is for married couples, have more sex. You have nowhere else to get your sexuality from but from your spouse. Oh, yeah. It's the only source available, so it's very important, she says. And for the men, she has some blunt advice. You have to have foreplay with your wife, and you have to have sex with her frequently, not just when you want to. Like every two, three, four hours, every five minutes, every uh, now and then, all the time, over and over again. Growing up, Kodab desperately wanted to be a surgeon, but years later, when she started a family after medical school and wanted more time with her daughter, she decided to change paths. Leaving surgery felt like falling from a very high point to a low point. I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to end up just doing something less exciting. I want to be productive, she said. Or is that reproductive? It was while making that decision that Kodab was writing a dissertation on sexual assaults. For a study, she needed to discuss normal sexual behavior and suddenly realized she had no idea where to start. 
I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Me, a medical doctor who has a master's, is working on a Ph.D., doesn't know anything about this. How did all these people I was reading know about sexuality? She started researching while wondering why her part of the world was so averse to talking about sex. It was something Coda wanted to change. She found a way in the Koran, a passage that discusses sex between husband and wife. The passage reads, Your wives are as a tilth, land or soil to be cultivated, unto you, a tilth. So hmm. approach your tilth, unless she's filth, when or how ye will, but do some good act for your souls beforehand, and fear Allah. Fear Allah. That verse, she says, makes it known that sex shouldn't just happen when the husband wants, but that the wives have rights, too. I was so proud of my religion when I saw that. My religion was advanced enough to talk about women's rights and sexuality. How many years before modern science did she ask? From that moment, there was no turning back. It's too late to turn back now. Cornelius, brothers and sister Rose, don't you dare play it. Kolb got her first degree in a clinical psycholo- uh, uh, sexology in 2003. A year later, she uh, earned her doctorate. There it is. I would say 1971 what I would say. 1970 or 71? I'll give you one bell for that. Oh, wow, what is it? 72. Oh. I'll fight you. Cornelius Sorry. Brothers Sister and Rose. Sister Rose. what they say? I recall. A year later, she earned her doctorate in human sexuality, clinical sexology, and pastoral counseling from Maimonides University in Florida. What's Maimonides? I don't know what your Maimonides are. Oh. All the while, her family showed steadfast support. Her father helped to pay for her doctoral degree while her husband kept pushing her to do what she loved. <laughs> oh, what a play on words that is. And shortly after getting her degree, she did, opening a clinic in downtown Cairo. In the beginning, things were rough. It was a mess. I only had one or two patients a week, she says. But five years later, things have sure changed. Now her calendar is booked three months in advance. She expanded her work to include TV, including the big talk several months ago. The show is, by all accounts, popular, although you wouldn't know it from walking Cairo streets. In the middle of downtown, women refused to discuss the show when asked about it. It was an expected sign of just how sensitive the topic of sex is in the Muslim world. I'll tell you, I don't know how sensitive it is before. In, in my building here, they, they sure are reproduced like rabbits. I'm going to tell you that. I don't want to suggest that you Muslim people out there making lots yeah. of babies. Maybe it's like a lot of immaculate conception. But... If you want to get religion, get the one with the funniest name. All you need to gain admission is to be Completely insane And just like all other religions Their beliefs are based On ignorance, intolerance, and hate Absolutely So if you don't mind getting on your knees And praying to the great Yashti Killing those who don't agree with terrorism Hanging out with thugs and thieves Who don't mind blowing up some things Here's the type of religion you should be Oh my God, I'm excited. You want to know why? Why? 
because we got through the whole thing. I didn't even audition it during the break on cue, and uh, we didn't have to dump it or bleep it or stop it or cut it short. Oh, we can't play that. Funny, pointed, excellent work, Brian. It is muzz, 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 muzz. Let's just do that the whole if time. It sounds with my mouth. Muzz, 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 like that. Not easy to do though. Not for you. Let's take a look at today's pool before we move on. I got quite a story here about that pill popping fat ass right wing piece of turd, Rush Limbaugh. Rush's magic Negro routine. Evidently, he's got a song parody he's playing, and it's called Barack the Magic Negro, which, uh, you know, that's Rush for you. Okay, not that he's a racist, you understand, but nevertheless, he is. 808 votes on the poll. Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? Huh. Visiting NeilRogers.com and voting on the poll, 222. I guess that makes sense because they're voting on the poll. See what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Checking out the news, 147, hopefully on NeilRogers.com. They might check out some interesting news on there that they won't read in the Weekly Reader or on the, uh, certainly the Fish Wrap and Herald. Sun Sentinel we do like, though, for some reason. What do we like about the Sun Sentinel? Well, they said something nice know. about us or whatever. I don't know. I, I'll tell you the reason I like the Sun Sentinel. You want to know what it is? Please. Because it's not the Herald. I see. I never misuse my work, uh, my work computer, 126. Yeah, right. Likely story. Give me a break. Surfing porn, 124. Those who are addicted to pornography, I guess, are probably surfing porn even at work and getting somewhat stimulated nonetheless. And watch, uh, keep your hands above the table at all times. No, uh-uh. Surfing porn at work, 124. Reading my personal email, 90. Nothing wrong with that. Read your personal email, by the way. Playing a game, 33. Listening to music, 19. Listening to music at work... Why not? I guess. It all depends on what kind of work you're doing. I mean, Josh you're looking... What? Josh doesn't. Josh who? Cordis? Correct. Why is everything I say with you good, Josh? I think you got the hots for Josh. I love Josh. I think that's why you're talking about uh, my little boy, Josh, and little boy this, and little boy blue, and blah, 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 blah. And well, he's smiling right now, so... I think you got a... What? He's smiling right now. Is he right there now? Yeah, I'm okay, get to, uh, Josh, if I was you, I wouldn't get too close. He, he pretends he's into that Russian girlfriend of yours. I think he wants to be the middleman, and I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd pay any attention to her. I could be wrong about that. I think you are. I'm just telling you right now, <laughs> he okay. wants a Josh sandwich is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, can we get back? Now, listening to Music 19, I thought Josh listened to this show while uh, we were on the air. Yeah, once the show's over... Uh you oh, you're listening to music. You're not listening to the sports shows. You're not listening to the Mad Dog and the Humper from Dolphin <laughs> Camp and, here, and the big draft preview show we got tonight for the NFL draft on Saturday. Oh, my God. I think the pressure is going to be so great. I'll have to stay at Woodbine all day Saturday. Oh, brother. Listening to Music 19. Ordering merchandise 15. Now, that's good. It's good for the economy. Spread it around a little bit. What does Josh need? Huh? Is there anything you need? Now that I took care of you, got that check right. <laughs> Free breakfast that we got from Howie's. He needed that. Is he still there? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's chowing down, man. I already thank you for the check. And I don't want to talk with his mouth. Got my bacon. Anything else you need, like from Amazon.com or like from, uh, you know, anything under 100000 I could use a new phone since he flushed his other one. Yeah, so <laughs> screw you. I'm not getting you a new phone so you can flush it down the toilet. What an idiot. <laughs> I'm not getting him anything. Ordering merchandise, 15. Visiting MySpace, 14. Wow. Uh, reading a blog, 13. Reading a blog while you're at work? My God. I can see dropping a log but not reading a blog. And watching a video five. Now, are we going to... That video that you sent me, which I passed along, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's special. <laughs> that interview gone bad. Where was that? Was that in Toronto? I was in Toronto, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. I sent it to you. It's extra special. Woo! 
You didn't tell me you had that kind of... That's X-rated for more reasons than one. You didn't tell me you had that kind of fun walking around the street down there. That drunken old man. Oh, yeah, that's really fun. If I saw that, man, I'd run for the hills. Who wouldn't? Whoa. If they only knew. Watching a video five, 815 votes. So we got a 1,000 licked here, easy. Chris has already made a contribution to our... Uh, MySpace page with his ho 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 and all. Oh, brother, that was really clever. No wonder Josh uh, wants the job back. All right, you're doing just fine, Chris. Don't let don't let him give you any crap. Okay, you're doing just fine. No problem. I'll say one thing. I don't think Josh ever sent us any uh, posting there, any comments for our page. Did he? Did you ever send any stories, Josh? Is he still there? Yeah, he's still here. He's still chowing down. He's having he's ignoring you. Oh, he's ignoring me. Well, like I said, screw him. This guy's with an attitude, you know. See, he's got the check. It's already been cashed. I can yeah, tell you right. that. So he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't eat me now. I'm small. He's got a couple months before he needs to start sucking around again. He what? Oh, a couple months before. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be in a real big hurry to send the next one. Let me tell you that right now. He's doing a fine job with those stories. And you know what else? He ought to be kissing my ass because Saturday was it? Yeah, it was Saturday. I didn't have time. I had more important things to do. But Saturday, I only sent you like one story for Sunday. Am I right? Do you remember that? He does. He said yes. And I bet you when he looked at that, he said to himself, right. Oh, yeah, the old fag did me a wonderful favor. I didn't do you no favor, so I just forgot about it. I was down there, and I forgot about it. You know, I mean, life is so exciting when you're in South Florida. You just forget about these things. So I guess this Saturday I'll make up for it by sending you about 500 stories just to keep you out of trouble over the weekend. We wouldn't want you and your Russian girlfriend to get in any kind of a spat because you're, uh, you know, getting in sure kind would. of trouble on sure the side. Sure we would. Let's break Why them is up. That? Yeah, so you, you can pick up the uh, pieces. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Screw you, man. Ain't going to happen. She wouldn't touch you with uh, Josh's hand. Oh, if I got her right drunk now. enough, maybe. She is Russian, you know. Oh, here's a great call coming in. QIN. Uh-huh. How'd I know that? 8.15 on the poll. We'll get to 1,000 real easy today. we got no pressure. It's a nice Thursday. we got the NFL draft preview show tonight. Now, what's going to happen after the draft on Saturday? What do we do then? I mean, the rest of the station, the other 20 hours, we kind of like coast for a while, or what do we what do? We do? Well, we get ready for day two of the draft. What do you mean by that? Well, the draft is two days, Saturday and Sunday. Come on. You're making that up. Where are we well, going? Let me take a look at that schedule. Saturday. Oh, and look at this. Look who we have on the draft show. He's already on the team. Jimmy Syphilis. Wow. And look who's working from 10 to noon on Saturday. Boy, I'm going to tell you, this schedule is so exciting. Would that be Kenny, Bo, or Alex? Kenny and Bo and Alex Marvez, the three of them, 10 to noon on Saturday. And look who's Kenny working and Bo, show. They can tell us if they got laid Friday night. And then Jimmy Syphilis, Mad Dog, and the big O, O, who is rock solid, will be on uh, noon to 6.30 with that draft stuff. And, that, and then, of course, we got the Marlins got to stick their nose in there. And then we got UM Baseball on AM 1360. And then 10.30, we got that show called Jock's Draft. So get ready to snip up a storm. This. Is he singing about Brady Quinn or what? By the way, they got the calipers out, and Brady uh, topped them all. The uh, combine and the whatever that other thing is, the NFL combine. What are you pinching oh. with those calipers? They were pinching it, yeah. They were pinching an inch. 
831 votes on our poll right now. We're going to slide into 1,000, no problem. No Swetsky. Adam Howard on The Nation writes, Russia's magic Negro routine. Disgusting, grotesque, and unacceptable as usual, but Rush can get away with it because he's got the support of the Nazi regime. Rush Limbaugh has obviously learned nothing from the outrage and anger unleashed by Don Imus' unfortunate nappy-headed hose remark. Never one to shy away from unfunny humor, Limbaugh recently played a song parody on his radio show in which Al Sharpton impersonator played with stereotypical gusto, singing a song filled with idiotic assumptions about black people and dripping with ignorance called Barack the Magic Negro. Perhaps this kind of garbage set to the tune of Puff the Magic Dragon is someone's cup of tea. Limbaugh does have millions of listeners, and they do adore so much of what the man says. Whether he's lampooning former President Clinton's daughter or suggesting that Michael J. Fox is exaggerating the effects of his Parkinson's disease. So I don't expect his listeners to desert him over this. What does surprise me is that Vice President Cheney, among other major conservatives, is still a regular guest on Limbaugh's show, and I don't anticipate the kind of repudiations that Don Imus received over his transgression from him or anyone else on the right with regard to Limbaugh. It is true that Imus was chided because he was on National Cable News Network and was perhaps less associated with being a provocateur than Limbaugh, but I still think Cheney and his ilk should refuse to appear on Limbaugh's show from now on. I wonder, will there be any outcry? Are become, people becoming so desensitized to this now they just don't care about the inevitable phony apology and or Al Sharpton protest? I'd like to see calls for Limbaugh's removal, not just from the black community, but from the supporters of the president and vice president who are not racist, who don't find jokes like Barack the Magic Negro funny. But this will never, ever happen. Limbaugh's entire career and success is based on being petty and juvenile, so one more stupid act will most likely change nothing. Personally, I'm just disheartened that so soon after the Imus controversy came and went, the so-called shock jocks and right-wing nuts went right back to business as usual, didn't blink an eye, and continued to use racism to insult and humiliate. The so-called shock jock. Since when the hell was he ever a, a, a shock jock? Where, where did that come from? Hey, you better watch your label. Yeah, see, if we played Condoleezza, baby, with all the edits in here, we'd be gone by noon. By 11. Come in here and drag me out of this room, and they come in that studio and drag both your ass off, and probably Josh, too, just for good measure. That's just right. to make sure that don't get on the air. No mo. No mo. That's it. You give it to him, mo. 836 on the pole. Mo. Speaking of sex, a former yeah. priest. I was just leaving a pregnant pause in there. Okay, don't get all antsy now. It is Thursday. It's almost Friday. It's almost the end of the week. Just relax. A former priest who retired from a Fort Lauderdale Catholic high school. Boy, you talk about horny people. You think the Muslims are horny. The Catholics, you see, when you repress Mm -hmm. people, they rebel, man. They strike back. So if you repress and suppress, they're a hundred times hornier than they wouldn't have been otherwise. Not that they wouldn't have been, but not quite so bad. But when you suppress and repress, that's when they really want it bad. They want it a lot. And the priest, too. A former priest who retired from a Fort Lauderdale Catholic high school in December made questions about his alleged involvement in past sex abuse incidents. Oh, my God. He's been retained by the school as a consultant through the end of the academic year. That was like when they kept Greg Reed around at QM as a consultant after they booted his ass out the door. And then they brought him back at power for about five minutes, and then they booted his ass out the door again. He's still a consultant. Yeah, he's a consultant, okay, just like this guy was. A group of St. Thomas Aquinas High School parents expressed tremendous concern about Ernest Durante, 68. I wonder if he's kin to Jimmy, huh? Of Hollywood, and letter sent yesterday to the Archdiocese of Miami. The former guidance counselor has been training another school counselor on administering SAT, advanced placement, other exams on the campus. Yeah, advanced placement. I know what they're placing, and I know where they're placing it. You know what I mean? Rectum. Yeah. Probably he's uh, majoring in altering boys. 
The letter, unsigned by the parents, urged Archbishop John Favalor to remove Durante from the school. The Archdiocese of Miami, which owns St. Thomas, confirmed that the former priest has been working as a consultant, saying he's present on campus only during after-school hours and has had no regular contact with students. How about irregular contact with students, huh? That's probably the kind he likes best, irregular contact. Rectum. I can't tell you where. Probably around uh, near the rectumary. I've been periodically going back to help train a female counselor. There's no involvement with students, Durante told the Herald. I don't counsel students. I don't talk to students unless a situation arises, unless something rises in the Levi's. A student could see me or ask me a question about testing. The school has never told me anybody's complained to Randy. He said, no student has ever questioned me, he said. In other words, they all obey, I guess. Durante had been identified in 2005 Philadelphia Grand Jury report on Catholic clergymen accused of sexually abusing children. He was not charged with any crime, but the report said he sometimes watched as a fellow priest sexually abused a 14-year-old male student in 1967 at 7 at a Catholic high school in Philadelphia. He sometimes watched. You think he just stood around watching? Or you think maybe he was doing something there while this was going on? I can't you know, give you any ideas what it might have been. The grand jury report said Durante in the collar. Maybe he was just there to give a helping hand. You think so? The grand jury report said Durante in the collar, the Reverend John Schmier. Oh, as in licking Schmier. I bet you they gave a few licks and plenty of Schmiers. The Reverend John Schmier took the boys to homes they shared in Philadelphia area and the New Jersey Shore where they gave him Playboy magazines and introduced him to a teenage girl. Aha! It spotlighted one incident where Durante and Schmier went swimming in the deep end of a seminary pool where Schmier took off the boy's bathing suit and fondled it him. Talk about going off the deep end. The priest was rubbing up against the boy, according to the report released in 2005 by the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. Father Durante was in the pool watching. Wow, I wonder if Father Durante had his frock on. An archdiocese spokeswoman said the top church official didn't know Durante was retained as a consultant by St. Thomas till a reporter brought it to attention yesterday. This was a decision made at the school, said Archdiocese spokeswoman Mary Ross Augusta, adding that she confirmed Durante's work as a consultant through St. Thomas's principal, Tina Jones. He's not on the grounds during the day. He's there after school hours. She said he's meeting with his replacement. He's not dealing with students at all that we know of. Archdiocese officials hadn't seen the St. Thomas parents' letter, she said. Durante, who left the priesthood in 1987 to get married... Oh, my God, and was a guidance counselor at St. Thomas Aquinas for 10 years before his retirement in December, told the Herald that he never sexually abused anyone during his long career as a Catholic school educator in Philadelphia or South Florida. I'm totally innocent, Durante said. I never saw Father Schmier do anything. I never watched anything. Schmier has since been removed from the ministry. So you know it had all been made up. <laughs> right. Oh. Durante said he reluctantly retired from St. Thomas in mid-December because he didn't want the school caught in the middle of a controversy. Durante asked St. Thomas to accept his request to retire due to personal reasons, and the school did so by placing the announcement on its webpage, thanking him for his years of faithful service. The announcement noted that Durante has denied these allegations stemming from his tenure as a priest in Philadelphia and that no charges were ever brought against him. The Miami Archdiocese said it knew of no sexual abuse complaints filed against Durante as a guidance counselor at the Fort Lauderdale School, adding that he cleared two background checks by the FBI and the FDLE, and yada, yada, yada. He was just there in a pool. He didn't know nothing was going on. He's got bad eyesight. Wow. Now, what's this uh, poll here? Who is South Florida's most beautiful person? I don't see me on here. That must because I'm not there. Andy in Miami Beach sends this in. What do you think? Anna Cornohoya, she's the most beautiful person. And he does have Enrique Iglesias on here. He's sure a lot prettier than she is. Yeah. He is? Yeah. Ellie Rodriguez on Greco Drive. Who's that? I don't know. 
Ellie Rodriguez. You don't watch Greco Drive on Channel 7. You must be a communist. I must. Communist or communist? Jackie Garrido on Univision 23. Vainty Trace. He's got some uh, assets. Louis Aguirre, Channel 7. Hey, oh, Louis. Yeah. You fairy. Thank you. Shakira. See. What she got to do with South Florida? See, I didn't Shakira. know most of these people lived in South Florida. I didn't either. And Shakira certainly is not from South Florida. Maybe I she hangs there. Down, Matt yeah. Damon. Mm-hmm. Really? What about Alec Baldwin? <laughs> Josh Cordes's girl and Josh Cordes. If Josh <laughs> Cordes is the most beautiful person in South Florida, thank God I'm there very rarely. That is just, that is scary. I mean, you know, he's a good guy and everything else, but... Well, what is with all these people that got... Uh, I think it must be vicarious through the girlfriend. You think that's what it is? Must be. They want to get to her through him, so to speak. By the way, how's Duff doing speaking of stuff like that? How's he doing what? I don't know. He sure ain't doing nothing about, uh, you know... I, I don't want to go into it again. It's just too depressing. There's no point. He's not going to change. Nothing's going to change. Just give me that contract to sign. Let's extend another 500 years. Keep the money coming. And the game goes on. Play ball, baby. Play ball. 852 vote. Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? Guilty of? Guilty of Lily. Guilty of visiting NeilRogers.com and voting on the pool 240. And, of course, it makes sense that it'd be winning because they're voting. There's the vote. See? Get it? Pretty, uh, pretty difficult to figure that out. Checking out the news, 154. I don't believe you. I never misused my work computer, 133. I don't believe that at all. Surfing porn, 129. That, I believe. Reading my personal email, 94. That I definitely believe. Playing a game, 33. I can only imagine what kind of game. Like the priest was playing there in the pool. Listening. Marco Polo. I had a great line, but I'm not going to use it. Listening to music, 21. Ordering merchandise, 15. Visiting MySpace, 14. Reading a blog, 13. And watching a video, 6. Out of 852. If I was uh, everybody, I'd be watching that video. We're not going to put that on our thing. Is it? It's too pornographic in, in every respect. Yeah. There was an interview gone wrong in Toronto, no less, and this big, fat, drunken broad. Just, she took it all off, baby. She, uh, she yeah. showed the world all of her good. Interview about Rock solid. Any questions? May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. The Mexican national holiday. Some stations are giving away trips to Cancun. Some are giving away trips to Mexico City. But we're bringing Mexico to you. That's right. We're giving away Mexican. Real live Mexican. Ay, caramba. We'll be smuggling illegal aliens across the border in the wheel well of a station van. Then we'll give one to you. Imagine your own personal Mexican. They'll wash your car. Clean your house. Pick your crop. Anything you want. Because if they don't, you'll have them deported. Adios, amigo. Be the tenth caller when you hear this sound and win a Mexican. Members of this station and their families are not eligible to own Mexicans. Bathing and delousing of Mexicans is winner's responsibility. Station assumes no liability for infectious diseases carried by Mexicans. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo in your own home every day with your very own Mexican. People listening to win. It's 1101 at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday, April 26th. We got... Uh, 871 on the pool. This uh, this hour, we're going to go over 1,000, or close to it, right up uh, against it. We're going to be rubbing up against it, just like that priest was doing against that uh, naked 14-year-old boy in the pool. He was just rubbing up against him. He's just trying to be uh, friendly, that's sure. all. How do you get to know somebody unless you kind of like rub up against him a little bit? We could try talking to him. 20, 30 minutes. U.S. Democratic lawmakers voted yesterday to subpoena Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, how'd that go? 
to testify about administration justifications for the U.S. invasion of Iraq in 2003. All these people, this entire fascist regime should be in federal prison now. They should be in Alcatraz, is where they ought to be. In fact, this president, especially with his <laughs> Alki background, ought to be in Alcatraz on a party line vote of 21 to 10. The House of Representatives Oversight and Government Reform Committee directed Rice to appear before the panel next month. Or else, Republicans accused Democrats of a fishing expedition, but Democrats said they want Rice to explain what she knew about administration's warnings, later proven false, that Iraq had sought uranium from Niger for nuclear arms. That used to be Niger, and before that they called it something else. There was one person in the White House who had primary responsibility to get the intelligence about Iraq right, and that was Secretary Rice, who was then President Bush's National Security Advisor, said Committee Chairman Henry Waxman, California Democrat with that funky mustache and the bald head. The American public was misled about the threat posed by Iraq, and this committee is going to do its part to find out why, Waxman said. That's what everybody wants to know. Why? Isn't it? Sure. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's not what they want. Maybe they just don't give a crap. 872 votes on the poll, because the way I look at it, this couldn't be going, uh-oh, three Atlanta police officers indicted in killing of an elderly woman. Anybody care about that? CNN does. No. Anybody care? No. Okay. Not crooked police. We In South Florida, nobody ever heard of that. That's unacceptable and unbelievable, isn't it? Okay. I think we ought to have like a phone call interlude here somewhere. If we, you know, I'm not doing that line nine again. In fact, I'm just going to drop it right off of there. <laughs> well, well, what's the point? You know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right that's what it is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. You watch when this delay catches up, man. It's going to be dynamite. See, there's line nine going yeah, again. Yeah, that's our boy. Yeah. How'd I know that? Well, at least like you it. don't have to pay for it on line nine. Of course, he's in Dater Broward. Where is he? Oh, he he's pays in... for it. Trust me. Uh, oh, I, I doubt that. Retail. Who would, who would take money from that? I beg your pardon? He pays double. See how this phone is smoking now? we got a call coming. Ooh, yeah. I think it's going to be a short one, though. WQAM, hello. Dr. Neil. Speaking. Chamba. <laughs> All right. Now he's got a fan club. Now he's got imitators who are just as stupid as he is. Excellent. Very good, sir. Very, very good. I knew you could do it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Yes, sir. You uh, were reading an article yesterday about, um, what is that, fruits and vegetables and things that you need to eat. I tried to get through yesterday, but I couldn't get through. Pomegranates. And, right? I'm a fat cow like uh, some of us down here in South Florida, and I'm trying to lose some weight. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I want to know, do you have that uh, article on your website so I can read it tonight? No. No. Where could I find that? Uh, MSN. MSN? Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, I'm going to try to lose weight and look as felt as you. Oh, yeah. Good luck to you, Pally. All right, take it easy. See, wants to look as spelt as me. By the way, 187 on the scale this morning. No crap yesterday because it's Neil's expensive Woodbine diet. It's the most expensive diet in the world, but it works. You just go there and you sit at the machine, you try one, it doesn't do no good, and you try another machine and it's uh, crap. But in the meantime, you're not eating nothing. I certainly didn't have any ice cream or crap yesterday. Aren't you proud of me for that? I but am. then again, today, you know, today's another day. And if you if you just avoid... Because I'm so weak. If you avoid mentioning Rocky Road, stuff like that, or Rocky Echeverria, that'd be a good poll mm -hmm. question. Which would Neil rather spend the day with, a tub of Rocky Road or Rocky Echeverria? If we could bring him back, turn back the clock. I mean, he's a nice guy now, but what is he, about 80 now, Stevie Bauer? 
He looks right. more like Papa Bauer. WQAM, hello. I'd like to take George up on his... WQAM, hello. Hey, did you get line nine fixed? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Uncle Neil, how's it going? Yes, sir. Okay. Just wanted to say uh, happy foresight chips with the double yab sauce and uh, Liftenheimer with the Canadigory sauce. Thank you, sir. What do you say? No idea. Oh, neither did he. 879, though, although that was our best call of the day so far, I do believe. I could be wrong about that. But, I mean, the fat guy that wanted to lose weight and hear about the fruits and stuff like that. We got plenty of fruits. You fairy! Just come to Toronto, man. We got nonstop fruits. Co up and down Church Street, baby. You'll see more fruit there than in Publix. Trust me when I tell you. Even Norman Brothers Produce will be put to shame. And what's the place down there in uh, Kendall, where I used to go all the time? It used to be a sponsor of mine. All, uh, not Norman Brothers. That's in uh, on Davy Road Extension. I don't know. The fruit market, the fruit and produce market. I don't know about those big... fruity places. Oh, come on. you! I thought you knew your fruit, mister. Yeah, I know a couple. God. There's a Norman Brothers down there, too. No, that's not the one. Okay, smarty pants, that's not the one. I don't think. Maybe that's the one. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil, did I win? I got some draft. WQAM, hello. Hi, Ron. WQAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, good morning, brother. Yes, sir. Did I hear that Josh is in the studio today? No, he's not there. As soon as he heard you uh, called, he ran for the hills. You've got to get rid of Portly and bring Josh back, please. Why? You like the sound of his voice? Does he do something I love very serious? Is that it? Yeah, right. He don't want nothing to do with you, <laughs> schmucks. Yeah, I told you. They got the hots for court, so I have no do. idea what that's all about. I think he must be stunned. He must have used the Serbian Stadion's picture. We did his profile on there on my place and my face in your space. Must be. 882 on the pool, by the way. Yeah, is Josh there? I want him. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and according to uh, Chris, he's already uh, spoken for. Not not that Russian chick, but me. You know, my little boy. By long distance. We're doing it by long distance. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Did you hear that the uh, Miss America pageant's only going to have 49 contestants this year? Did I hear what? The Miss America pageant is only going to And who cares? 49. Why do we care about that? Because it's going to be some tasteless joke. It's going to be something really crude and rude and bad. Bad. And not funny either, by the way, but nevertheless. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, we have to get Keith back in our good graces. He had a great special comment last night. You know what? He can drop dead is what he can do, okay? Keith Olbermann, can, he can drop dead. He nailed Julianne. I don't really care what he did, okay? You keep watching it and uh, give me reports from time to time, like once every six months. Guys in this business who spend time going around trying to get other people fired, I don't want any part of it. And he's been doing it, come to find out, for three years. And finally, I'm stuck his foot in his uh, mouth along with a chewing gum. And there he, there he was. There he was. Oh, you got to fire him up. You know what? Keith, drop dead, okay? Go away. You're as phony as a $42 bill. He really nailed Giuliani. Great. You know, it's the same thing as the Bill Maher crap, you know. Well, you agree with most of what he said, and he's still a twerp, and he makes me want to vomit. He makes me want to get on my hands and knees and puke, just like this one. Look who they got on there now. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about Jew Lieberman is in there pontificating. Uh, he's whining and pontificating, okay? I sure hope the wine is Manischewitz, baby. And it better be kosher for Pesach. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Uh, long time listener. Long time, uh, past long time caller. caller, yeah. But uh, I want to talk. I, well, I just read in the paper earlier that uh, QAM is uh, with the. We're adding on the uh, Dolphins that they're getting rid of the Mars. Now I know you hate the sports, but 
I mean, who, who said we're getting rid of the Marlins? Since they added the Dolphins, they, they're going to get rid of the Marlins. Now, is Bugle behind this? Uh, you, Bugle, you... Is what behind it? Crazy person. Oh, I know that, but what did he say? Is Bugle behind it? Gilbert, I think he was Oh, saying. Gilbert yeah. behind it. Yeah, Gilbert done it, okay. Old Popeye. WQAM, hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, just wanted to congratulate you guys on getting the Dolphins back, man. We don't care. We don't care. No. We don't care on this show, okay? One way or the other, we don't care. Other than we get Dolphin season tickets to give away, but other than that, I really don't care. Do still, you care about it? I don't, even so, I still don't care. Very prestigious and very, uh, you know, meaningless to me. This is this is four hours of, uh, it's not that we're against that stuff, we're just not interested. If I'm going to sit here and pretend to be a Dolphin, I mean, that, that would make me the biggest phony and the biggest hypocrite. I don't care about them. Other than I'd like to see them go like 0-16 would be a nice record. But that's just my personal feeling. You know, it's not going to change because we got the broadcast here on the air. And I'm not going to start singing Miami Dolphin because that's one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Not to mention one of the worst teams. But that's be So who's the quarterback going to be? I think A.J. Uh, Touchy Feely's coming back. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Come on. How about Drew Fiedler would be good? Yes. I used to enjoy you more 15, 20 years ago. Your polls, especially, bore me to tears. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I'm going to make it through the day. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, it, I, it really angers me about this uh, this Vietnam the sequel that we're, that we're having mm -hmm. in, in Iraq. And what, what angers me the most is I know exactly what the Bush administration is doing. What they're trying to do is drag this on so when he's out of office, it looks like the Democrats perpetuated the war. I know that's what he's doing. I can Do feel it. And, I'm sorry? Can you feel it and you can smell it? I mean, doesn't this just fire you up and piss you off? What happened to him? Did he disappear? His phone cut I, I, I think they oh. cut your cord, pal. I think the Bund, the Eighth Reich, just came in and they cut the cord. They're going to be they're going to be tapping on your door, by the way, in a couple of minutes. And if I was you, I'd head for the basement. In Florida, there are not too many basements. Eight ninety three on the pool, but I don't want to give the result because that other guy be really porked up. God, your breasts are beautiful. In toy stores now, the Alec Baldwin Daddy Dearest doll. I'm tired of playing this game with you. Mommy, the Alec Baldwin doll is scary. If you don't have brains. I don't give a damn that you're twelve years old or eleven years old. Wait a minute. Do you understand me? I'm gonna straighten you out, so you better be ready. How do you turn that thing off? It's mean to me. You are a rude, thoughtless little pig. Shut up! I'm going to really make sure you get it. Mommy, get the stun gun! You little bastard! I'm going to really... The Alec Baldwin, Daddy Dearest Doll. Stun guns hold separately. 1117 at 560 WQ. I'll tell you who needs a stun gun, and that's condom laser. Wait till you hear this. All right. Secretary of State, are you going to be okay now or what? You sound a little choked. I don't know. Flum ball right there at that Secretary moment. of State Condoleezza Rice in Norway today appears to have rejected Representative Henry Waxman's subpoena, compelling her to testify before the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee on the intelligence used to build a case for the phony Iraq war. That's cheeky. In a press briefing in Oslo, according to the AP's Matthew Lee, Rice took the opportunity to state directly for the first time she didn't see her testimony as necessary. I think I have more than answered these questions and answered them directly to Congressman Waxman, she told reporters. The Secretary of State also invoked executive privilege as a reason for not testifying. Uh, this all took place in my role as National Security Advisor, she said. There is a constitutional principle 
there is a separation of powers and advisors to the president of the constitutional principle, generally not, not required to go and testify in Congress. Yet she dodged an outright rejection, according to Lee. She declined to respond when asked if she would absolutely refuse to testify under subpoena. Her spokesman, Sean McCormick, said later that no final decision had been made about Rice appearing before the committee. Meanwhile, Rice suggested she would send another letter to Representative Waxman on his inquiries about the faulty Iraq Niger evidence used before the invasion of Iraq. I am more than happy to answer them again in a letter, she said. She's going to send them a letter. Like the box tops. Waxman earlier remarked there was no use in exchanging any more letters. Yesterday, he said the committee hearing which he issued the subpoena had hit a brick wall. They run into a brick wall. You know what that's like. Sometimes you, you like with people, you run into a brick wall and you, you, know, you just splatter all over the place. 908 on the poll, by the way. It's kind of great. And the phone has just gone dead again. And here I thought we were off and running. I thought we'd carry that right up till 2 o'clock, didn't you? I thought so, too. The way that that was building there. Oh, wait, I meant to say. I wasn't meant to say. <laughs> a gigantic crescendo. 5670560. Oh, Our goal today is, well, I don't know, on the poll. I don't really care. Our goal is to get a bunch of votes. We'll go over 1,000 uh, probably next hour. No sweat. But our goal is to take 2,000 calls. What about that draft, baby? The NFL draft this weekend. Any? Oh, I never got to that schedule. That's the important stuff. Saturday, we got, and I have no idea what that's all about. 9 to 10, we got the real deal. No punches pooed, which is, uh, you know, not embarrassing enough. But then 10 o'clock, we got Kenny Bowen, Alex Marvez. Alex Marvez, along with the other sports writers who basically own QAM now. Isn't that pretty much how it works? You got Ira Windbag and Alex Marvez, and, and then the uh, Du Rosenstein, the Schwar- Schwartz, Krantz. Jimmy Syphilis, Jim Maddich, and the Big O at uh, and the Beast at Dolphins Camp, 12 to 6.30 on Saturday for the big draft. Oh, God. And then Sunday, 9 to 11 in the morning, it's the Big O and Alex Marvez. Alex is just all over the place. Like I said, he owns the station, him and I were windbag. I guess they bought it behind our back. And then the Big O solo from 11 to 1. We, we dump Alex at 11, thank God. Then we got UM Baseball on 13.60. And Mar- I, don't, I don't see any more uh, draft stuff. Once we get into the 85th round, I guess nobody cares. Is that the deal, Chris? Yeah, pretty much. Because you got your Marlin game and Heat Rewind and Unwind and whatever else. WQAM, hello. Yeah, what I was trying to say is... Yeah, okay, well, go say it to somebody else, schmuck. Go say it to somebody else, okay? Get lost. Get out of our, get out of our universe. Go tell it on Uranus. Go tell it on the mountain. Now, that's a good song, Peter Paul and Mary. I bet you don't have that. Go tell it on the mountain. That Jesus is born, baby. Go shout it from hilltop to hilltop. Jesus, the infant child, is born. There's the three wise men. And there's Mary and the Getchkeys. WQAM, hello. I don't have it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. I just want to congratulate you and the um, QAM organization. For giving the dolphins, yeah. For the dolphins, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other day you did say 301 on the area code with George. No, I did not. I said 201. Uh, you're a schmuck. You're an idiot. How come you're an idiot? You Don't you have an IQ larger than your thumbnail? You said 301. Love you. Yeah, up your ass. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, listen, uh, I don't know if you know about this, but on Saturday there's going to be a large protest against George W. Bush at Miami-Dade uh, Kendall campus. Yeah. And uh, well, I thought you might be interested. We're going out there to protest. Uh, he's giving the commencement speech, and we're going to go out to protest the war, among other things. Uh huh. All right. Have a good day. Okay, you too. See, I, I guess I could be really enthusiastic about that, but what's that going to accomplish? I don't want to sound like defeatist or anything like that. Is that going to accomplish anything? No. Are the Democrats going to grow a real pair of balls and do anything about it? No. Of course not. Well, we have another non binding vote. Yeah, non binding my ass, okay? I got something binding for you. How about like about 42 pounds of provolone, man? That'll do it.
provolone and mar- mascarpone. Isn't that the cheese that they make? What do they make with mascarpone? They uh-huh. make, um, no, I'll tell you right now, tiramisu. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, with mascar- mascarpone cheese. Mm. Well, I sure like my tiramisu if it's good. And of That's course, right. it's not good. Nice and firm. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. I need his medicine. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'd like to play with you at Rectum. WQAM, hello. Hello. QAM, you can do it, yes. Hello. Hello. You disgusting old queen, get off the air. No. No. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. It's Woody Graber, how you doing? Okay, Woody. Um, Buffalo's a great place to go to see a hockey game. Buffalo sucks, okay? The Sabres are great. They kicked ass last night, like I predicted they would. The Rangers are going to lose in four straight. But Buffalo blows, and you know it. If Buffalo was so good, how come you're in Florida all these years, Woody? Um, well, Buffalo blows. <laughs> Buffalo blows, Woody. Come on, with all due respect, you're a good well, guy. I just said it was good for a hockey game. Yeah, and? And, uh... Buffalo blows, and so do the bill. Oh! Anyway. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. That was basically it. I mean, the Sabres... Even you have no material, Woody. Boy, I'm going to tell you, it must be something in the air down there today. Nobody's got uh, any material. totally in the air. I just, I can't, I can't understand it. Um, but, uh, I just try to watch as much hockey as I can. Maybe yeah, that well, will give me something. I'm sure the audience is thrilled to hear that. Okay, Woody, uh, get a haircut. Get out of here. He tries to watch as much hockey as he can. And, and uh, do you think the audience cares about that? About what? <laughs> oh, there's Wayne Redden from the uh, Senators. Yeah, that's what we did so He's well. He's there on one of those uh, stupid-ass NHL channels. Oh, we got hockey going all the time here. How's that Leafs TV coming? Maple Leaf Classics. Oh, let's get that on. Quattro Disposables. Oh, they're in, they're in a break. Once the game gets on again, we'll put it on for Woody Graber, okay? And then the rest of the audience will go, bye-bye, see ya. Even the guy that thought I was better 15 years ago, who's glued to the radio right now. He's got crazy glue. He's sitting on it. Rectum. That's right. When he stands up, he hears me real loud. WQAM, hello. Eric Kumaro. Yeah, Eric Kumaro is going to line up for the Dolphins. All right. There we go. I'm so glad he mentioned that because I was trying to think of that name before the show this morning back at IOD. There's Breathless Joe Zagaki. Eric Kumaro is going to line up for the Dolphins. And, like, you were supposed to be excited about that. Did he, I mean, anybody ever hear him after that? No. Kumaro, my ass. Always the same thing. Like Sheriff Kumalage. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask. There's David Key on number 14. What is it, sir? Can we talk about Imus a little bit? Sure. Well, a couple weeks Ice ago, down. you had... You had uh, he... What is it? You had, you had one guy complaining, like, Kurt Vonnegut had just died, and why are you talking about Imus? But Kurt Vonnegut was a frequent guest on Imus, and was actually like a buddy of his. So I just wanted to let that guy who was bitching about that. And, yeah. And I, I miss Imus a lot. And I heard about him from you. And let me think, when I first, you know, I used to stay up late and try to watch him at 6 in the morning. Didn't work. It was awful, but I started to tape it and watch it later. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really good political discussions. He was nuts, but, you know, it's a shame. You well, what do you mean there were good political discussions? How could you understand anything he said? He mumbled for the last 15 years. Turn up the volume. <laughs> oh, brother, turn up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> when slaughter, it's better. You know what was great? He'd be talking to all these classy people, who thought they were classy, Carrie, whoever, 
And he would just, like, throw some up. Oh, what'd you say? I would speak my toes. Well, let me, let me tell you something. When he was a comedian and a clown years ago, Don Imus was great. When he decided to become a political expert maven curmudgeon, he turned the swill. That's my opinion. I mean, I'm glad you like yeah. him and all that stuff. Well, he turned I, I never, the garbage. You know, I never, I, I remember his records, like the cheeseburger one and all that. Right. But, 10, but you know, he, wasn't, he never really but, was on the air here too much, though. So it wasn't until he was on MSNBC. But, you know, like, like when you first mentioned him, I... I was up one night, and then I'm hungover watching it. He comes on at 6, and it was like, yeah, boy. You have like, to be hungover to watch him. Okay, have a great day, sir. You're putting me into a coma, okay? He liked Imus. Okay, good. Let's hear it. He liked Imus. That's really good. Oh, my God. 927 votes. Even Woody, you notice, had nothing to say, and that's because it's nothing to say Thursday. Oh, Rogers. Ah. Tough cold, huh? Stuffy nose. Had a headache. Well, you can take one Aleve cold and sinus and feel great all day, or four of these others because they can wear off every few hours. Oh, God, it's coming out my nose. Oh, God, look at the size of my nose. Asthma, chronic bronchitis. We got our sinuses filled at the start of springtime. I found a moon rock in my nose. Although we'd rather be pollen-free, we keep a Kleenex by our side. <laughs> Was it Alarest or Claritin that my doctor had prescribed? Though you try not to sneeze and wheeze, though you try, it's allergy time, I guess. Every nose has been blown. I look forward to picking my nose. Just like every you apparently aren't shy about digging around in your nose. Your body is composed entirely of snot. You have a honker. But I like it. I think it's sexy. Claritin D relieves even my worst allergy symptoms. My congestion, my sneezing, and my sinus pressure. Pig snot. Oh, so gross. It's gross. Help me. It's gross. Flowers blooming, but even so, my body's composed entirely of snot. Don't seem fair to pop those pills and have to take a dose. And you live on in a histamines in order to survive. Ain't it funny how a little thing like pollen can affect our lives? It's like every nose has been blown. Excuse me, my blow my nose. Just like has its phone. How big is your nose? <laughs> like most girls and boys suffer all season long. <laughs> Allergy congestion won't ruin my life again. Gross! I hate to admit it, but during that entire bit, I was picking it. And my nose, too. Nothing wrong with that. Nobody around. You ought to be able to have PIP, man. Pick in peace, that's what I say. Especially like in your car. Don't be looking over at me when I'm in my car. Maybe that's why a lot of people have darkened windows, you know? That's a good idea. Do you think that those dark-tinted windows, because they're like picking their nose a lot in there? All kinds of things Not only knows what do. else they might that's be right. doing, but certainly picking your nose, you're entitled to have... And see, I get all congested because the air on the plane is always bad. And I hate that. I hate when you're, like, trying to, you know, clean your nostrils out, and then there's people looking at you like, oh, geez, look, look over there. Oh, you see that? Oh, there's a terrorist over there in the other aisle there. Yeah, don't look at me. I'm busy picking it. Speaking of that, after hearing from Florida homeowners furious over taxes, Governor Charlie Gay, Chris yesterday, unveiled his own property tax cut plan that aid said would lop 12%. 
Off-average homeowners' bills in its first year reduced their taxes by a total of more than 2900 bucks within five years. With House Senate negotiations apparently going nowhere, Chris jumped in to try to break the deadlock. He hopped right in. He's known to do that. He sees a couple of good-looking guys uh, doing hanky-spanky. He hops right in. If he sees the limbo rock going on there at Westland in the tea room, he jumps right in. On Tuesday, hundreds of South Florida residents had told the governor at a town hall meeting they needed tax relief right away, now. It's important that we continue to let the legislature do its job, Ms. Chris said yesterday, but she said legislators who have been unable to agree over the past eight weeks had come to him privately to say, we think you can help us along a little bit. The plan presented by Chris to House and Senate conferees did not include the crux of the plan pushed by his fellow Republicans in the House, the abolition of property taxes on Floridians' year-round residences, and an increase in the state sales tax. And every time I read about him being Republican, it makes me that much angrier because he's... Gay. Oh, geez. Him and uh, Miss uh, Foley. I bet you they've compared some notes. I bet you they know some of the same people. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong about that, but it wouldn't surprise me. They generally tend to be birds of a feather uh, confabulate together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me in the least bit if they've had some of the same experiences with some of the same people. 940 votes on the poll. Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? Visiting neorogers.com and voting on the poll. Well, of course, that makes sense. 268. For once, they make sense. And you notice, by the way, since we eliminated that I hate this poll, how much pleasanter life has become? Yeah. Have you noticed that? My life has become pleasant, Tur. Has it? Sure. I'm surprised you saying that. Why is that? Because there's that option that's not on there anymore for those people. Oh. I don't want to accommodate those people. I because of that will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Checking out the news online, 167. Surfing porn is moving up. They're finally starting to admit it, 144. Who are you kidding, man? It's got to be more than that. 144, my ass. I never misuse my work computer, 138. Right. Goody two-shoes. We don't believe you. That's what it's there for, is to misuse and abuse and light the fuse. Reading my personal email, 108. Playing a game, 39. Listening to music, 23. Visiting MySpace, 17. Ordering merchandise, 16. Reading a blog, 15. And watching a video, 8. Watching a video of what? Whatever, like that uh, Toronto thing. Oh. That interview gone bad, things like that. Well, that seemed almost like in the pornographic section to me. I mean, she sure as hell was. Oh, what a cow. This, this guy's one of these men on the street guys trying to interview people. What was the question again about why uh, something? Bilingualism. Bilingualism. Everything. Oh, now that's right. Should bilingualism be uh, uh, exist in Canada? People be forced to speak English and French. And they show a couple of regular bozo holes coming along, and blah, blah, and then here comes this big fat drunken broad. I'm a little bit tipsy, and and she starts uh, squeezing her gigantic over. I mean, just I have never even Elsie the Borden cow would be embarrassed. And then she pulls up her her blouse, and she. <laughs> Flips him right out there. Before she's done, she's she's pulled it all off, man. She's standing right That's there in the middle of right, Toronto, boy. naked as a jaybird. I don't recognize what street that was on. But, on huh? presentation. Wow. And don't, before anybody out there thinks they're going to get excited about that, if you get excited about that, I mean, you really need some serious assistance. Believe me. I mean, oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Uh oh, six story building in Istanbul collapses. Look at all these Turks running around. You see that? Nope. They're all running around, lots of stuff on the ground. On oh, the cleavage channel. <clears throat> Pulling all them babies out of there. Boy, those people sure reproduce like rabbits, don't they? I'm sorry. It's true. I just, it's like the uh, gypsies, you know, which you like so much. Yeah. 
And you've also got one in the arms and two or three little ones gathering around with a cardboard trying to hold you up and pick your pocket. And then another one in the oven, of course. And we've got a bun in the oven. Good. Well, I just ate a big old piece of steak. It was a big mistake because now I think I have mad cow disease. I ate the lemon now my brain is gone. It'll be the death of me. Bovine sponge form and cephalopathy. Once beef made me glad. Now I'm going mad. This tainted beef I'm chewing. It's gonna be my undoing. Too late to be a vegetarian. Tainted beef Tainted beef Tainted beef Tainted beef Don't be frying tainted beef You'll be dying tainted beef Tainted beef Ain't what you thought it was. I'll tell you that. 16 till noon at QM. So anyway, I just looked at Barry Jack's, uh, Jack's ass. And because uh, I knew he must have written something this morning for that goofball to be calling in about, well, you're carrying the Dolphins, but not the Marlins next year. So I, I figured the cat was out of the bag, you know. Mm-hmm. And it is. Barry Jackass and Clark Spencer write in the uh, Unctuous Herald this morning. Radio shuffling, it says. WQM 560, which has carried the Marlins since their inception in 93, won't renew its Marlins contract after this season because the Dolphins have asked the station not to. Three industry officials said yesterday. Before awarding Dolphins rights to WQM, a deal that was completed last Friday, the Dolphins asked the station to drop the Marlins after this season. WQM agreed to that request, the sources said. And, of course, I'm sure they did so enthusiastically because they've been losing their ass on the Marlins. One official said that Dolphins eventually want WQM to air a daily Dolphins show weekday evenings, which would be difficult to accommodate with the Marlins on QAM. When the Dolphins moved their games to 790, the ticket before the 2005 season, who did a horrendous job, by the way, on the pregame, the postgame, and the game broadcast, the ticket promised not to pursue rights to other teams. The Dolphins, though, haven't requested that QM drop any teams except the Marlins. WQM wants to keep University of Miami games beyond the expiration of its contract in the spring of 2008. The Panthers, who have been on QM since their inception in 93, are expected to be on another station next season. In other words, not QAM. Good move, because I'm sure we lose money on that, too, because there is no interest in hockey in South Florida. Unfortunately, there is no interest. Why there's a team even in South Florida remains a question to me. I just, I have no answer for you. In fact, I wonder if that old Leaf game is still on. Oh, no, they're doing stupid-ass interviews. Boy, they sure got a lot of time to fill when your team doesn't make the playoffs, you know. Try to get the pucks first. See Sean Avery there. He's got to get that free arm out. You see right here. Rangers going down in four straight, baby. I know there's no New Yorkers opening a big mouth today. Oh, the Rangers. Rangers suck, okay? Rangers, they're like a little league team compared to the Sabres, okay? Not that I want to kiss the Woody Graver's ass, especially with that ponytail. Anyway, the Panthers will not be on the QM next season. It says here, 790 the ticket president, the angry, childish Joel Feinberg. Said he would have interest in acquiring Marlins and Panthers' rights, but hasn't spoken to either team. Yeah, there's some more money you can lose, Joel. That'd be a great idea. The Dolphins, Marlins, Panthers, and WQM declined comment. They're all mum. This is just Barry Jackass rambling, okay, and Clark Spencer. I just want to make sure you understand that I have nothing to do with any of that. I'm just reading it from the paper. 
So we're not commenting, but there it is. Sabres 5, Rangers 2 last night, and Anaheim kicked uh, San Jose's ass. For those who have any interest whatsoever. Sorry, the, the New York Rangers early in the game. You'll see right here what happens. A bad turnover by Straka. That oh, not Marty Straka, baby. That's then, why Doug McLean hated him like poison. And Doug just got fired probably because of that. Oh, that looks like a goal to me, man. It looks like the, the Sabres. You know, that the biscuit right goes here. in the basket. Brandon that looks like Shanahan a goal to me. It looks like a... Handle a puck right here. I was going to say a 2-on-0. Look at, the, there's another the one going in right there. Kodalik scores the second goal. Kodalik. How do you like that name, huh? The Sabres got some really funky names on that team, but boy, they got a great team. Buffalo is great. Well, not not the uh, city, just the, the team, hockey team. I know George is a big Sabres fan. What? Everybody and their brother is going to be wearing Sabres. When the Sabres win the Stanley Cup this year, next year at the uh, Panther Games, the 800 people are going to show up. 300 of them will have Sabres jerseys on because their phony is a $52 bill. Phony baloney, man. Boney Maroney and Phony Baloney. That's South Florida. 956 votes on the poll. By 1230, we'll have 1,000 easy. No sweat. Chris uh, feels really good about that. He doesn't feel too good about the fact that there's not a lot of really great food coming in lately. I have no problem with it. You getting all you need? Yeah, sure. I don't know what the hell to do about that today. Should I just not eat today? Would that be good? Maybe water that would press be a great idea. and a couple That's of right. poison berries we read about yesterday. more bacon, maybe? Huh? No, no more bacon. Bacon's got the nitrates and the nitrites. You're trying to kill me off again because of that mm. will thing. You know? <laughs> That's what it's all about. You're not fooling me. I know. I know people who are trying to kill me. Kill them with kindness, baby. Leaving behind the Catholic mass they grew up with, many Hispanics are choosing festive, charismatic worship services that embrace an individual relationship with God, a new study shows. Oh, God! That's the one. The nation's 42 million Hispanics are also driving change in the Catholic Church, which increasingly offers spirit-filled charismatic services in Hispanic communities, according to the report released yesterday by the Pew Hispanic Center and Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life. Pew. That doesn't surprise South Floridians who form part of the second largest religious group among Hispanics, Evangelical Protestants. People are seeking God through music and spontaneous prayer, not uh, memorized recitations, said Virgilio Sierra, Christian rock musician and associate pastor of Buenas Noticias de Fe, an evangelical Christian church in Davie. Oh, my God, an evangelical Christian church in Davie? Holy moly, rat man. They don't want somebody talking to them about what God is like. They want a relationship with God, he said. Relationship with... Oh, God! If you look really good, you know, like uh, the Serbian stallion or whatever his name is, or like my friend Faraj, who didn't respond, by the way. Hey, uh, uh, Zisco... See, his good buddy Zisco, he encouraged me to, like, email him last night, which I did, which I ordinarily don't do that. You know, well, I did it. And uh, he read it. Didn't, he didn't, like, remove me from his thing or anything like that, so he's obviously not angry. But he's just, he's a very um, shy gentleman. Shy fellow. Excuse me, wasn't that the expression? A shy fellow. Yes. Whatever How can that you is. look like that and be shy? I don't know. I, I guess maybe that word's off all up in the right. uh, People that want to paw at you and claw at you and... Uh, Anyway, he'll respond. George says, just relax. He'll, when he's been ready, he'll That's respond. Right. And if he doesn't, whatever. No, if he doesn't, it'll be very depressing. It'll mean I, like, uh, chased him away and yeah. got him very agitated and aggravated. At any rate, be used work to on that, Cisco. Come on, baby, you can do it. Twist his arm a little bit. You twist one arm and I'll twist the other one. <laughs> I'll twist it. About 68% of Hispanics in the U.S. are Catholic, the study shows. How unfortunate. Evangelical Protestants make up 15% of the population. Roughly 20% of Hispanics either converted from one religion to another or no religion at all. Oh, hallelujah. With 70% of converts identifying themselves as former Catholics. 
About 8% of Hispanics don't identify with any religion. Well, that's not too bad. 8%, wouldn't you say? Not bad I'm not saying that they're atheists or heathens and going to burn rotten in hell like with me down there and some other people I know, but nevertheless. In South Florida, growing numbers of evangelical Protestant Hispanics gather everywhere from small storefront churches to multi-ministry churches offering services for immigrants and U.S.-born Hispanics alike. An increasing number of these are Pentecostal churches whose members believe in divine healing and speaking in tongues during services. Oh, and I just played that yesterday. What a shame, because I could have played a little bit of this. But Play it again. Not. No, come on. Quit, quit being such a slacker, will you please? No. Nope. God only knows what kind of swill goes on when I'm not here, man. So then we think I don't have more than 400 weeks vacation a year. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good thing that in the year 2525, we're going to be playing a lot of tapes. It's a sign of Pentecostalism's rapid fire spread throughout Latin America, said Luis Lugo, director of the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life, during a telephone news conference with Roberto Suro of the Pew Hispanic Center. Roberto. Well, Catholic, remember that Roberto on QAM, that listener out there with that groupie? I wonder whatever happened to him. Don't know. You know, that's really bad when you have somebody who's like a really dyed-in-the-wool groupie and they just vanish and you never hear from them. And they're like, Roberto, where'd you go, Roberto? I don't think I ever saw him or met him or anything like that, but nevertheless, Roberto, he vanished. While Catholic clergy recognize the appeal of Pentecostalism, some dismiss it as a quick-fix response to serious questions about faith. I know many people who have left the Catholic Church looking for a euphoric religion, said the Reverend Pedro Corses of St. Catherine Drexel Church in Weston, a 1,200-member church that is 70% Hispanic. 70% Hispanic in Weston. Boy, your people are just, they're everywhere, man. Going to get to Toronto, too. I beg your pardon? Toronto's on the list. Just wait. No chance. Trust me. Stopping at the border. We're cutting them off at the border. The RCMP is going to be there. The Canadian Mounties are going to be there. You'll be having bilingual problems, and it won't be about French. No, se habla español aquí, baby. Just wait. No pique de pani. Espérate. They need to feel the the Holy Spirit every weekend. Yeah, feel this. I know a lot of people want to feel the Holy Spirit every weekend. They want to see the ocean parting. Their faith becomes a high. Oh, they want to see the ocean parting. Parting. But what happens to my faith when that high can't get any higher? What happens when I crash? Those are questions the euphoria can't answer. Oh, this is all such caca, man. Even so, 54% of Hispanic Catholics define themselves as charismatic, preferring an expressive Pentecostal-style service that emphasizes an intense relationship with God, that good old-time religion. They're juking and jiving and grabbing each other and squeezing and pleasing. Only 12% of non-Hispanic Catholics do, the study said. That has led some dioceses, including the Diocese of Palm Beach, to create charismatic ministries that are more musical and spirit-filled than the regular Catholic Mass. That's it. Let's sing about Jesus. Let's have some of that good Christian music, baby. Oh, you name that tune, I'll bring it up. No. Oh, Happy Day. I like that. Well, we've played that a million times. By the Edwin Hawkins Singers. Oh, happy day when Jesus was born and he was naked as a jaybird and all them three wise men with a frankincense and and what was the other one? Gold. Gold, well, that's so pedestrian, man. Anybody can oh, yeah, but it's nice. Frankincense and myrrh. That takes some special kind of a wise man, that frankincense and myrrh. Oh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Doesn't sound like oh, happy Jesus Christ, Christ. Superstar. Oh, At the Iglesia Evangelical Nueva Jerusalem Church in West Palm Beach, 150 worshipers fill the pews every Sunday to read the Bible, talk about faith with their pastor, and sing along with the band and choir. Oh, happy day. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. And someday we'll get a brain and we'll quit doing this. Many of the church's members, mostly Guatemalans, were Catholics, according to the pastor, Rosendo Gonzalez. They left the colorful icon-filled parades of Semana Santa, typical in Guatemala, for the study groups, discussions, and intimate services of the West Palm Beach Church. Yeah, there's a lot of intimate stuff going on in them Catholic churches, you can be sure of that, mostly having to do with altering boys. 
In Guatemala, Easter week is like a pagan party. Everyone marches in the streets carrying wooden statues. I tell members, Christ is in your heart, not a piece of wood, said Gonzalez. Ah. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. The 86-page report that details Hispanic religious trends is based on 4,600 interviews from August to October last year. Its findings show how Hispanics, the country's fastest-growing group, are bucking old traditions and changing the country's religious landscape. What They're word changing. did you say? You heard what I, exactly what I said. They're bucking traditions is what I said. I know exactly what you're thinking, and you're not going to squeeze that out of me. I'm telling you that right now. Any more than you're going to worm your way into my will. That's what Chris was talking this morning. <laughs> I'm behind my back. I mean, he was talking course, to me yeah. about it. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, he was talking always. behind my back about worming his way into my will. You've got a Chinaman's chance in hell, mister. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Not, I mean, don't take that personally unless you want to. 971 on the poll, which means, oh, I don't know, about 1215, thereabouts. We'll have 1,000 votes, and then I'll go home and finish the show. See, what I need to uh, if I, uh, how about if I stand? I'll tell you what. If I stand out like in the in the hallway, and what's the uh oh, okay, I'm outside the room. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now what? And I just came back home. Oh, I see. I came into the studio. Ah. Well, I was home in the first place, but I mean, it sounds so stupid about coming back. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a little incoherent today. <laughs> but then, if you heard the calls, maybe you can understand. Oh, yeah. why. It's just it's going round. It's one of those things. Like Perry Como would say, it's going round and round. That Perry, could he belt out a tune or what? No. A quarter of an ounce of sound? He was pathetic. He's dead now. And a lot of people are wondering, how can you tell the difference? Ross Leighton. And I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels. And listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Jai is finally out. He went too far, that Malacar. Thank God, Sanjay is history. Sanjay is finally out. My ears would ring when he would sing. Now he's out of his misery. So Sanjay is finally out. Pack his bags and his two rags. More painful than a bout of gout. Sanjay is finally out. He went too far, that Malacar. Thank God Sanjay is off the show. Sanjay is finally out. His squeaky voice gave us no choice. We had to let this doofus know. He sounds like a wounded duck ran out of luck. The schmuck now go to work at Starbucks. He's through. He blew his through. So Sanjay is finally out. Pack your gel and go to hell. Sick of your girly little pops. Sanjay is finally out. He went too far, that Malacar. Thank God Sanjay is on It was a fluke, that little kook. How he survived was just plain bold. From the Pacific Northwest, strangers and David guessed he's finally laid 
Three at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Boy, I'll tell you, the tension is so thick you can cut it with a butter knife with this NFL draft coming up on uh, this weekend. Huh? Not uh, Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Let's get a bunch of calls about that. 567. <laughs> 567. Maybe Eric Kumaro can line up again for the Dolphins. What do you think? Or Brady Quinn. Or Pat Quinn, the mighty Quinn. 5670560 and pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. Kind of a quiet Thursday. You know, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. I, it is kind of quiet. I don't really think there's anybody in the yeah, building. What's going on around I don't the know. town? It just seems awfully, awfully quiet. Now that you mention it. See, I, I told you. 986 on the poll. That means, uh, oh, I would think around next breakish time we'll have 1,000 votes. Then Chris can, like, slump back in a chair, have his big puppet hanging out there over the board. WQAM, Hello. Hey, buddy, I don't know if you mentioned it. You could be watching the big debate tonight. About what? Uh, Democrats in Carolina. Democrat with whom? Chris Matthew talking politics. Oh, get out of here. Talking out of the side of his mouth. Politics? Politics. <laughs> politics. you got to say it he's like he does, pull, man. He's politics. He's pulling any punches. He either. can't even say it. He's like that retardo you're talking about. No punches pooed. WQAM, Hello. Chris Matthews Show, hello. You can hello, do it. Ma'am. Okay, I'm holding it. Uh, yeah. Let me mark you in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, uh, question. Yes. Why are diabetics self-hating? Well, what does that mean? Uh, like, for instance, why do we eat ice cream? Why do we eat cola? It's not nothing to do with self-hating. That, that's a bunch of psychobabble crap, okay? It's not nothing to do with self-hating. It's got to do with addicted, okay? It's like saying, why do people who smoke cigarettes, why are they self-hating because they keep smoking cancer sticks? That's just stupid because we're addicted. Are you a diabetic? Did you call me yesterday yes, with this I diabetes am. crap? No, no, I did not. Well, that's thank God for I that. I am a diabetic and I eat ice cream like you do. I eat yeah. pizza. I eat all the stuff I'm not supposed to. And yeah. then, you know, I suffer for it. I'm up all night with ketosis. You know, I'm, I'm peeing like the race. Well, what do you mean you're all up all night with ketosis? You don't go into ketosis. You're, you're full of crap. You don't even got any idea what you're talking about. You don't go into ketosis, ketosis when you eat carbs. Ketosis is when you don't eat any carbs. But why, why am I peeing all the time? That's got nothing to do with ketosis because you're diabetic. You pee a lot. Me too. I pee a lot, okay? I'm going to do it right all over the phone right in the car because of your call. Why does he pee a lot? Go see a doctor, okay? The doctor's in. Go find out why you got blue lips. Nine eighty nine. I'm sure the audience is really interested in hearing how often he's peeing all night. You know, talk about stupid. Why are we so self-hating? Maybe because you're stupid. Maybe that's why you hate yourself. I don't know. Ketosis is the state you go into when you like eat no carbs and you're like uh, you know. Anybody knows the Scatkins diet? How's Doctor Bob doing? By the way, is he still dead? Yeah, yeah, he is. Poor Doctor Bob. Hey, Bob, watch it. Uh-oh, too late. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neely, as for the draft, I got my pants on my ankles and my KY ready. Mmm, so long. WQAM, hello. Sir. Yeah. What was it? Sir? Is that what it was? I don't know what that was. WQAM, hello. Ah, I still got nothing, Neil. Sorry. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got plenty of nothing, but we got plenty of time, man. We got almost two hours. Now let me let me double check. I think that schedule says that the uh, I'll go and get it during the break, just to make you happy. 
Okay. Because I know you'll both be very pleased. I do believe next Wednesday we got a Marlins game. That, that, that's not going to be so good that we aren't going to have the Marlins after this season. We better really enjoy while we I got it. You know what I'm saying? It. You better enjoy it while you got it. That's correct. Ah, ah. Because uh, next season there won't be none of this screwing off because we got a Marlins game. And I do believe there's one Thursday, like I said before, that the game is like at 12.05, which means we get off 11.30 in the morning. I don't even know if it's worth a high-priced talent like me coming all the way in here. Slipping all the way from my bedroom into the studio at least 10 feet to a, do a show for an hour and a half. But I'll do it. Because I'm, I'm a real trooper, baby. I'm a real trooper. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Okay, sir. First time in a long time. And i got to tell you something. The Rangers are going to kick ass, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like last night, you mean? Uh, well... Well, well, get out of here. You wouldn't know a ranger if he came to your house with a loaded shotgun. Get out of here. The rangers are going to kick ass, baby. Go back to New York. They wouldn't let that guy to New York if he had a passport, a visa, and a MasterCard. Schmuck. Go back to Guatemala. Are you just going to hang up on me? Or we have a conversation. Neil. Yes. I got a question. I don't know if I was misinformed. Is it yeah, true probably. that, that uh, immigrants now have to pay taxes, illegal immigrants in our country, on the work that they're not supposed to be doing anyways? Undocumented workers. Well, what are you talking Is this Lou Dobbs doing a voice? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's Lou Dobbs doing a voice. Get out of here, Lou. You got your own show, okay? This guy, all of a sudden. Illegal aliens, okay? You're calling in South Florida. You're worrying about illegal aliens? Schmuck. A lot of schmucks today, man. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Neil, uh, I haven't called you for a long time, but uh, yeah. I'm ready to vent a little bit if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm listening. How could the world be in the state that it is now? How, how could that be allowed? <laughs> I don't understand. But what does that mean? Well, it means that, do you remember uh, Bill Clinton and Baker Gates and how... Uh, the guy that had uh, 20,000 girlfriends on the side tried to impeach him. Yeah, I remember, yeah, vaguely. So then what about now? I mean... Uh, what about now what? Sir, you better grow off. up, is my suggestion. You better grow up, okay? And stop worrying about that. Go out and get yourself uh, 20,000 chicks and get laid and have a good time. And stop worrying about all this other stuff. You're not going to change the world. Your phone call on the uh, legendary Neil Rogers show on QAM isn't going to change the world. I know that comes as a great shock to you, but uh, grow up. Oh, people are killing each other. Well, that's pretty unusual. People are getting guns and shooting each other, yeah. That's the world you live in, sir. That's why this program is a refreshing change of pace. We tell you that you're not going to change the world. I read all these bedtime stories just in case there's anybody out there who gives a damn, but I'm not telling you we're going to change anything because we're not. You're not going to change nothing. 998 in the pool. I guarantee you when we come back after this break, we'll have a 1,000 or Chris dies by hanging out on the flagpole. Right in front of Lou Backroad Chevrolet. You know they got that gigantic big fag pole up there? Mm-hmm. 998. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised. He might get off the hook right now before the break. Nope. 998. Yank it, baby. Singing is the lowest form of communication. You actually sing like a, like a train going off the rails. It's embarrassing. They've been singing out of tune and they suck. Torturing ears on the stages. We have found the worst singer in the world. Every night, every song gets lamer and more outraged. I don't mean to be unkind, but you have one of the worst singing voices. Now they're singing tunes from Nashville, and all the viewers are ready to start crying. He's terrible. It just was terrible, dude. My gosh, American Idol is hell. Now you know it's 
dying. I think I'll sing something a little more upbeat. So we pack our ears and try to withstand American Idol in a two-step dance. They've gone country. Whatever. Making me cute. They've gone country. That sucks. They of the booth. They've gone country. Well, it sucks. I miss Underwood's boobs. It's idol country. This sucks hard. The shark is jumped. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. All right. And we got dumber. We got dumber. It's a 1216 and 560 WQM. We got 1,009 votes on the poll. Oh, 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 oh. How do you like that? I'll take it. All right. WQAM, hello. Not there. I'd take some uh, calls, too, if we had them. 5670560. I want a lot of calls between now and 2 o'clock. The good ones. I mean, yeah, we got the other ones out of the way. Now let's get the real intelligentsia in here. What do you say? Think it's time Ooh, for them? Yeah. 5670560. The people are going to solve the problems of the world in the NFL draft and the Dolphin games coming back to QM and Joel Feinberg being a crybaby. All of these, all of these things. things. And pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. We pay for it. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, by the way, there is a, uh, a presidential debate. It's on the Democratic side, and they're all going to be there. It is going to be tonight. Great. Well, I'm real excited about that. I'll find. I'll be watching the movie. Okay. And by the way, have you ever seen Donna Shalili and Hank Goldberg together? Donna Shalili? Yes. Yeah. Same person. Yeah, same person. Okay. Quit while you're ahead, man. See, there's another intellectual. He's all worried about the big political debate on Chris Matthews, on politics, than on... Uh, I don't care. Why would I care about that? Do you care? About what? Ob- uh, Osama, I mean, Obama is the man. I'm going to donate a couple of right. to his campaign, as a matter of fact. Just, just for kicks. Just for old time's sake. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, just wanted to let you know, well, I actually had a question about why you're not syndicated. Um, seems like you're the only funny one on the radio and on TV. We got Bill Maher, John Stewart, and uh, maybe Oberman and probably Colbert. But, like, how is it that with you being so funny in that level, I think, how are you not nationwide when all these horrible radio guys are nationwide? Mm-hmm. Ask Norma Kent that question. I haven't got any idea. I've been wondering that thing. But you know something? I'm not complaining. I'm not well, complaining. I know you're not complaining. You're really good about not complaining, but man, like... Well, well, when you say I'm really good about it, why should I be complaining? The kind of money that they're paying me to sit here and talk to a bunch of idiots every day for four hours? Why, why would anybody complain? I'm sitting here in my boxer shorts in my apartment in Toronto looking out the window on a beautiful day. No, I know you got it made. I just, how hard would it be for them to syndicate you? Well, because uh, bad career management, let's put it that way. Okay, I'll take the blame. Bad career management. Get a management. new agent, Neil. Get a new agent. Yeah, I'll get a life. <laughs> All these people that are so worried. I'm doing just fine, okay? I'm fumbling my way along. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll survive. I'm not missing any of uh, your haagen Boy, don't let me eat ice cream today, okay? That's not good. Don't eat any ice cream today. The first thing that happens as soon as I start thinking about all that money and then I think, well, you got money, you can go out and buy, even if you don't have a lot of money, you can still buy stuff that's bad for you, like that diabetic goofball said before that wants to know how many times a night he pees. Mm-hmm. We don't care about peas, okay? I'd rather have, like, pomegranates than peas. They're better for you. Peas are like mushy. People that can't cook, they always make peas. WQAM, hello. I'm at Brooklyn right now. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Can I just speak to Neil? Speaking. 
Hey, Neil, I have a couple quick points I'd like to make. About? Oh, about uh, uh, Glenn Beck, how he was talking about the other day, about why they wouldn't show a uh, chopping the head off a guy, and why uh, Cubans are so against the Democrats when the Republicans have really done nothing for them. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is basically, you know, they always complain, oh, the Cubans, all oh, the Democrats haven't done anything for them, I say. Which one of the last five Republican presidents, you know, freed Cuba? We're only 90 miles away. We haven't done anything. We go 7,000 miles to Iraq. And over here, we've done nothing for them. We have 20... When, when are we going to free America? That's the question, sir. When are we going to free America from the shackles of fascism and oppression? That's what I would like to know. Let freedom sing from coast to coast, from shore to shore. Let freedom sing and let uh, a bunch of bells ring. Come on, let's hear the bells. <laughs> That's not a bell. That's a buzzer. Jesus, God, Sorry. no wonder we can't get it right. No wonder we can't free America. We're getting buzzed. Well, that's that your thing. He likes getting buzzed. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How many vacancies do we have open in the hotel? Ah, ah. WQAM, hello. I buy a window made from clock. WQAM, hello. We want to oil up Georgie. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm waiting for Neil. You're waiting for him? Oh, Neil, okay. I thought, okay. Neil, this is still from Pember Pine. How are you? Okay, sir. I just wanted to check with you how's the weather in Toronto and any summer plans. WQAM, hello. Papa Neil? Yep. What's going on, pal? I got some material for you. Really? Well, this ought to be a shock. Change of pace. Let me, let me put my underwear on a little bit uh, straighter. Go ahead. I don't know if you know about this new player from Ben and Jerry's, but it's pretty good. The oatmeal... Cookie, raisin. I, I got news for you. If it's got oatmeal, you can... It's like the Godfather. Have you seen that one, the Godfather? That stuff blows. All right, well, I thought maybe that would have... Don't, don't be... Don't, I thought you said you had something for me. I don't want new ice cream. The last thing I need, you're trying to kill me, sir. I don't want no ice cream. But it's better than these other yogurts. I don't care what it is. Stick it. Stuff it. Sit on it. Take a bath in it. Take 14... Cubs of it and stick them in your... And have a great time, okay? Have a party in there. Have a party in your colon. He's rolling in his colon because he's have a party with Ben and Jerry. I mean, isn't it like the guy that called yesterday about Dairy Queen or something? Like he thought he was going to get me all whipped up. I got mm. news for you. I know plenty of queens and Dairy Queen ain't one of them. That's not my territory, the old Dairy Queen. And we got plenty of Dairy Queens here. In fact, we got plenty of queens here. How do you like that? Huh? I like it. Not the screaming queens, just the regular, the butch macho queens. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the ones with the callous, <laughs> with the callous knuckles and everything. There you go. Yeah, like my friend from mm -hmm. Colombia. He's boys. long gone. I think they deported his ass and the rest of them too. I can tell you some stories, man, about some peoples I've met here, but I'm not going to do it because yeah, everybody, ah, pop, 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 like that. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody, got to stick their nose into my business. Okay, keep your nose out of my business. Next thing we're going to get reports from Hamsterdam. What, what is that? Rough Boys. It's about Rizzle rough. Nick Knuckles? Rough faggots, yeah. <laughs> Leather wearing, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. The clones, baby, with the oh, mustache yeah. and the outfit. It's like a uniform. It's like going to a ball game, man. It's like a uniform. Like those faggots that play football. Oh, I'm sorry. We love the Dolphins. Yeah, sure we do. Not on this show, we don't care. I love the Patriots, and that's not going to change. And anybody that thinks it's going to change, that I'm going to shill for anybody or organization, is dreaming. It ain't going to happen between 10 and 2. I, uh, trust trust me. WQAM, hello. Hey, what's up, Anine? You? Yes, sir. Can you get a message to George? 
he is a gay. Yeah, he is a gay. Go away. WQAM, hello. Neil, it's great to talk to you. Um, I got one for you. Check this out. Um, fruit from a, from a farmer's market and real, real cold cottage cheese. It'll get you over this bad addiction you have. We want you around so we can see you syndicated. And I love you to death, Neil. Food from the farmer's market. What, the, what, what does that mean, food from the farmer's market? I don't know. Well, how come he didn't tell me? And cottage cheese? You can take your cottage cheese, sir, and put it in the same place where the other guy can go to his 85 flavors of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Because it's good. Because it's good. You fat, diabetic old fag. We're trying to kill you, okay? That's what they're trying to do. And he's not even in my will, that guy, I don't think. I'll have to check the list. 1,021 votes on the poll. That's not too shabby. Uh-oh, possible tornado tornado in Escambia County, Alabama. Well, they're not sure very original because we got in Escambia County in Florida. Don't we? We sure do. And they got one possible tornado in Escambia County, Alabama, with a banjo on their knee. Boy, of all the places, of all the states, that's a good pull we ought to take some time. Next to Florida, I mean, that would be a given. But of all the states, of all the 50 states, which would be the last one you'd want to live in? We've never done that, have we? That's a good one. That's a good pull. I might Ooh. do that for tomorrow. We'll just list all other 49 states. North Dakota. North Dakota? North Dakota. And like Fargo? Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. It's a huge rectangle of yellow grass or ice, depending on what I know what somebody lives in Fargo. Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Tuck it in and hold it. It's the certifiably insane... John McKay, singing his way into the hearts of voters across the country. Bum, 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 Anyway, uh, I think Moran is a great threat. Uh, the Iranians are continuing their efforts to acquire a nuclear weapon. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, bum, 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 after a restful vacation in the Middle East paradise of Iraq, he packed a bag, Dad, and his chiefs to embark on a Beach Boy straitjacket tour. Wouldn't it be nice to have mutually assured destruction so everyone can have bombs fall on their head? As your overlord, I will have no compunction. Thank you for your vote by making you dead. <laughs> it's not nice to poke fun at the mentally handicapped, so let the old man wear out the war hero welcome mat. My brain sunk down to my cheeks, <laughs> where I stored nuts and many other things. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of room for my wallet, car keys, and even a wristwatch. <laughs> Ain't I a crazy a-hole? McCain's message is clear. If you listen carefully to the voices inside his cheeks. God only knows when we're getting Armageddon. <laughs> They're my cigarettes. 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 12.32, I wonder what they were. You think they were Camels, Marlboros, Winston's? Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Newports, Salem's, Salem for Gillum. 10.33 on a pool, 1.033. Our goal today is, uh, I don't know, whatever we get to. What do you think, 1,100? Eight. 
Now, that sounds like a winning number. What do you think, Chris? 1100, we should be able to kick that easy, ancient stuff. Yeah, what we do got think? that. No problem. I don't want to pick like some wild number because today just seems to be kind of like a comatose day. I don't know if it's very, it could be me, but I don't think so. Everybody seems to be like in some kind of a la-la land. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the one of the train stops when you go from Central Station to, uh, um, from the airport to Central Station, the other way around in Amsterdam is Lely Land, la-la land, I call it. Lely Land. Lady Land. What are you, what are you smirking about? Ladyland. That's, that's by the uh, old church. WQAM, hello. I'm divorced. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. How are you, brother? Hey, okay, I'm sir. Gonna little, I'm going to pass along a suggestion here for you in regards to the whole uh, weight and the appetite and the whole bit. I found that if you trust your earlobes or your nostrils for 10 seconds, it's mm-hmm. part of that whole acupressure thing. Yeah. The, 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 the need or the uh, urge that, uh, that you have or craving for food actually does go away, believe it or not. Yeah, right. No, it does. Swear if to God. You pre- if you press your earlobe, okay, let me, let me see. Ten, ten seconds. Just a, when, ten seconds, okay. When you have the urge to eat. Ten, you, nine, eight, <laughs> seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Didn't do a damn thing. Well, I, still, I still got the urge. Which, what? Which lobe were you squeezing? I can't tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that, maybe that works. Let me, let me try that for ten seconds. Oh, geez, I can't even find that. Don't squeeze too hard now. We don't want no blood on the chair. We already had that at IOD. Blood! Bloody broad. Anyway, that's a terrible thing to say. It was just nature, you know, and now what she said is she's a woman. She's a woman. What do you expect? I know a lot of women, they don't soil the chair, you know what That's I'm saying? That's right. <clears throat> I could be wrong about that, but I don't think most women not. believe. You're <clears throat> votes on the poem. I'm getting choked up about it, especially in her case. Howard! WQAM, hello. Certainly seems to be a lot of gate. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I got a quick question. On the yeah. ketchup bottle, the Heinz 57 varieties, what are the varieties of? That's a good question. I never thought about that. That's an excellent question. Let's ask Teresa Hines Carey. Oh, I'm sorry. She's got 57 varieties of booze and pills and uh, all kinds of good drugs. I'm sure that helped a tremendous amount, too, during the election in 2004, the fact that he kept schlepping that incoherent bitch around with him all over the place who looked like she just came out of a dumpster, number one, with all of her money, and number two, who was always just, just on another planet. He was like partly, he at least had one leg on Earth, and she was on Uranus. Teresa Hines, carry my ass. Oh, Scary. Leave it to the Democrats, boy. They'll probably come up with, like, a Heine Minouche or somebody this time. they got Barack Obama in there, and they got Swillery, and they got, uh, you know, John Edwards, and they got all these other people, Bill Richardson and Bobby Richardson and Elliot Richardson and all these other dead people. And uh, they'll probably come up with, like, uh, you know, Michael Dukaka again or somebody like that. That's their specialty du jour every day is coming up with a guaranteed loser. How about Jimmy Carter again? He's still alive. WQAM, hello. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> a quick answer on the Heinz 57 variety. Yeah, what does that stand for? It's the 57 product originally in the product line, like ketchup would be one, India yeah. relish, Worcestershire. Right. That's what the 57 represents. So, huh. obviously. Well, and what about Bastard Robbins, 33 flavors? Can we name all 33 flavors? I'm sure we can't. Uh, isn't Bastard Robbins 31 flavors? Bressler's was 33. Oh, I like Bressler's a lot, but you know they, they don't exist anywhere. I never see them. 
they're gone with the wind, unfortunately. Like Are all they? the other Wrestlers guys. was good. That's probably why they're gone. That White Mountain place was really good too, and uh, Plantation that was good. And then they lasted about five minutes. Of course, yeah. If, it, if it's good, it doesn't last. Uh, That's I'll, correct. I'll Especially in South Florida, here. the better it is, the longer the, the shorter the shelf time. Right. Don't get me started on Corky's, man. Anyway. Very depressing. The day, the day they closed the doors of Corky's on 163rd, that's the day South Florida died. Well, I don't want to say I'm devoted, but I ate the last night in North Miami Beach and the first night at Pembroke Pines, and when I saw they closed the one in Pembroke Pines, I wept openly. Oh, they did? They closed that one, too? Oh, yes, sir, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, my understanding is Rascal House was bought out by the Epicure folks, and that's going to be gone sooner or later, too. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my God. Wow. Yes, the uh, the gentilification of South yeah. Beach has continued. You know oh, absolutely, I mean? just like where the famous used to be there on Washington Avenue. Now it's no, no spaghetti and glaze in that joint. Well, you know, someday I guess it'll be very easy to get corned beef with lettuce, tomato, and mayo on rye. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Pally, it's a Goyesha belt. See ya. Take care, sir. Okay, too many Goyam. That's what he was trying to say. I, I said it. He let me say it. He wanted to be nice, you know. You just don't say things like that. There's too many going because the going are in a majority, and the rest of us, we just, you know, hey, yes, sir, yes, sir, whatever you say, hater. sir. Yes, sir. Isn't that what they used to say? Yes, sir, I'm a fart. 1,044 votes. No, and I'm not a goy hater. In fact, I don't confabulate. You know, i got a half a dozen people I speak to on uh, online here. I don't mm -hmm. talk to any Jews I, I don't know that I know of. No, they're, they're, I'm, I'm thinking real quick. No, there's no Jews on there. In fact, do we have any Jews? We only may have like one or two Jews on MySpace. Maybe, really? Maybe it's not kosher oh, MySpace. I've got lots of Jewish friends in Israel. Maybe we could, start our, maybe we could start our own kosher MySpace with a little circle U on the bottom. <laughs> or a little F U on the bottom. Yeah, no, I got that for a few people, believe me. <laughs> 1,044 votes. Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? Speaking of that, visiting neilrogers.com uh, and voting on the poll, 295. Good, we like that. Checking out the news, 191. Surfing porn, 162. Excellent choice. I never misuse my work computer, 151. Reading my personal email, 117. Playing a game, 42. Yeah, I was playing a game when a guy said pinch, pinch for about 10 seconds. That's about all it took. Listening to music, 24. Ordering merchandise, 20. Visiting MySpace, 20. The kosher one. Reading a blog, 15. And watching a video, Soltanto Sete. I got a really good column here by uh, Bob Herbert, Hooked on Violence, New York Times. That's America for you, baby. Hooked on Violence. Let's kill some people. Come on. Neil God.
chupa habra, spooky ghost. We slaughter pigs and dogs and goats. My religion's better than yours. My religion's Five at Q, and we got Mad Dog and the Humper going to be out at Dolphin Camp today, eating all the free food, and uh, and and also Mark is Jewish. He's uh, just he just sent me a thing on MySpace. Mark, he's 100 percent Jewish, good, 100 percent gay too. Although he didn't mention that, but he did send a beautiful picture of Brady Quinn that we now have on our comment thing on our MySpace page. A beautiful thing. Of course, they're all beautiful. Any picture of Brady Quinn is beautiful, but nevertheless, you think the Dolphins got any chance of drafting him uh, Saturday or what, Chris? Yeah, I think there's a chance. There is. Yeah, yeah, there are. Are you serial? No, I'm definitely serious. Are you sure? Well, wouldn't that be a feather in his cap, Brady Quinn in Florida? Well, no. He went to Notre Dame, so he deserves the punishment. Bob Herbert says, hooked on violence, two days after the massacre at Virginia Tech, a mentally disturbed man with a 40 caliber semi-automatic handgun opened fire in a house in Queens, killing his mother, his mother's <coughs> disabled companion, and the disabled man's health care aide. The gunman then killed himself. Sixteen months ago, in the basement of a private home in the Dorchester neighborhood of Boston, four aspiring rappers, aged 19 to 22, were summarily executed in a barrage of semi-automatic gunfire. Two teenagers were arrested five months later, and one was charged as a gunman. I had coffee the other day, Bob Herbert says, with Marion Wright Edelman, president of the Children's Defense Fund, and she mentioned that since the murders of Robert Kennedy and the Marvin Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968, well over a million Americans have been killed by firearms in the U.S., eh? Over a million. That's more than the combined U.S. combat deaths in all the wars in all of American history. We are losing eight children and teenagers a day to gun violence. She said, as far as young people are concerned, we lose the equivalent of a massacre at Virginia Tech about every four days. The first step in overcoming an addiction is to acknowledge it. Americans are addicted to violence, specifically gun violence. We profess to be appalled at every gruesome outbreak of mass murder. It's no big deal when just two, three, or four people are killed at a time. But there's no evidence that we have the will to pull the guns out of circulation or even to register the weapons and properly screen and train their owners. On the day after Christmas in 2000, an employee of Edgewater Technology, a private company in Wakefield, Massachusetts, showed up at work with an assault rifle and 12-gauge shotgun. Around 11 a.m., he began, began methodically killing co-workers. He didn't stop until seven were dead. An employee who hadn't been at work that day spoke movingly to a reporter from the Boston Globe about the men and women who lost their lives. They were some of the sweetest, smartest people I've ever had the chance to work with, he said, the cream of the crop. The continuing carnage has roused at least one group of public officials to action, mayors. We see the violence that's happening in America today, said Mayor Thomas Menino of Boston. Illegal guns are rampant. Go into almost any classroom in Boston, 6th and 7th grade, 8th grade, high school, and 50% of these kids know somebody who had a gun. The mayor noted that since the beginning of the year, more than 100 people have already been killed in Philadelphia, nearly 80 in Baltimore. Most of the victims were shot to death. 
Last year, Mayor Mindy Noe and Mayor Michael Bloomberg of New York at a meeting they hosted at Gracie Mansion organized a group of mayors committed to fighting against illegal firearms in the USA. It's time for national leadership in the war on gun violence, Mr. Bloomberg said at the time. And if the leadership won't come from Congress or come from the White House, then it has to come from us. The campaign has grown. There were 15 mayors at that first gathering. Now more than 200 mayors from cities in 46 states have signed on. When asked why Mayor Bloomberg had become so militant about the gun issue, John Feinblatt, the city's criminal justice coordinator, mentioned the human element. He said, I think it's because he's watched eight police officers get shot, and because, like all mayors, he's the one who gets awakened, along with the police commissioner at 3 in the morning and 4 in the morning, and has to rush to the hospital and break the news that can break somebody's heart. Those who are interested in the safety and well-being of children should keep in mind that only motor vehicle accidents and cancer kill more children in the U.S. than firearms. A study released a few years ago by the Harvard School of Public Health compared firearm mortality rates among youngsters 5 to 14 years old in the five states with the highest rates of gun ownership with those in the five states with the lowest rates. The rates were chilling. Children in the states with the highest rates of gun ownership were 16 times as likely to die from an accidental gunshot wound, nearly seven times as likely to commit suicide with a gun, and more than three times as likely to be murdered with a firearm. Only a lunatic could seriously believe that more guns in more homes is good for America's children. Only a lunatic, like uh, John McCain, for example, a lunatic, crazy person, like uh, the NRA people. Yeah, if we just armed all the students, then right. It just boggles the mind. But that's your America, baby. That's what it's all about. WQAM, hello. Hey, yo, can I turn, on, turn down my radio for a sec? Sure, go right ahead. Thanks, bud. Yank it. All right. Uh, funny how uh, Bloomberg seems to be on top of the world right now with his opinions. I remember when he first got elected mayor, a lot of the New Yorkers were kind of down on him, big time, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Kind of hard to step in there and take Giuliani's place. And then he came in there and said that... Uh, you know, we don't have all this money to yeah. all this other stuff. And now the guy makes good reasoning on a lot of his discussions and everything, and people start to come to their senses. And well, that's great if you live in New York, I guess. New Jersey anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my opinion on uh, Obama is I know that you're kind of touting him a little bit. And you think well, what do you mean I'm touting him a little bit? I'm not touting him a little bit. I'm 5 million percent behind him. How do you like that? Well, Why? What has he said that makes you impressed with him? I'm impressed with him because he's articulate, because he was against the war from the beginning. He's not a bandwagon jumper. He's not afraid to uh, tell it the way he sees it. And I think he runs circles around any of the other ones. I mean, who else is? Who else have we got? Swillery? Well, I well, I kind of like John Edwards, to be honest with you. Based on what? Based on the fact his wife has got breast cancer? No, not at all. But uh, based on what? That he's a drooling Yahoo? War, but well, he's a guy who's come forward, says that there's a lot of domestic problems that we need to address, and I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with everything that we've been through lately. It would be nice to have a guy who starts taking care of our domestic problems with health care and, and... Well, how do you take care of health care and all the domestic problems when all our money is going down the toilet in Iraq? How do you do that, sir? Well, I agree with you, exactly, but we need a guy who says that it was a mistake. Well, guess what? He ain't the one, okay? He ain't the one. I'm not going to listen to all this nonsense. We need a guy. Okay, great. Vote for him. Have a good time. Yeah. Watch him on uh, Crossfire. Politics. Watch about politics with Chris Matthews. He talks uh, out of the sudden uh, like Daffy Duck. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, but if you want me to sit here and let you do it like a long song dance about John Edwards, you're just, you're just farting into the windstorm, so that's all I can tell you. Farting into a big, big windstorm, into like a, a hurricane, tornado. And he's going to say, well, you know, you're for Obama, so that's why you hung up on me. Yeah, that's right. 
No, it's because you're not saying anything. Oh, well, we take care of domestic issues. John Edwards hasn't got a clue, okay? He didn't have a clue when he ran for vice president. He hasn't got a clue now. He, he couldn't lick Barack Obama's butt if you gave him directions, a roadmap, and a compass. He, he still couldn't do it. He, he's got the charisma of a fruit fly. And as a matter of fact, he couldn't even help win one snicking state there in the, in the South. For John Kerry, it's kind of scary, isn't it? That's the kind of mm -hmm. drawing power, the kind of pooing power he's got. No punches pooed, baby. He got no pooing power. 1,074 votes on the poll. I, I, we're going to make that 1,100 easy. I'm not, I'm not raising the bar on that. You know what I'm saying? 1,100 sounds good to me. It's good enough to me on a, on a really dead day. Well, thanks a lot. Hey, Mark is the Jewish guy and also gay, who in his profile note says he's undecided. Undecided, Mark. You're uh, you fairy. Yeah. Why, why do people do that? They put undecided, I don't like know. orientation, undecided. I don't know. Is that better than saying I'm a fat? I guess. Maybe they're key. he's keeping uh, his options open. Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? That's our poll question today. I don't know. This poll is okay. I don't think it's like fine. scintillating. It's great. It's what? What's wrong with it? Now, what was the good one I had That's before? That's fine. Oh, which state? Let me just write it down because I'll forget about it. I got all oh, Alzheimer's. Yeah. And my pen is running out of ink. Oh, how can that be? Oh, it just made a comeback. Which state would you least like to live in, other than Florida? In fact, Florida is, as much as I despise it, I mean, there are other places I would rather live less, and North Dakota would certainly be one of them, and South Dakota would be another one, and Montana would be another one, in spite of the fact hey, that no. I love it. Don't want to be there. And I South know. Carolina South Carolina would be another one, and Georgia, and Alabama, and Mississippi, and Louisiana, and Oklahoma. Of course, you only saw the crappy part of Montana. Shelby. Yeah, and you don't like nature either. Well, what does that mean, I don't like nature? What, what, nature. what kind of you know, an anti-Semitic comment there's is that? There's the city, you know, and then there's where cities aren't. That's nature. I like living in the big... I'm a big city city. I understand that. I like being where I don't need to have a car, like uh, I can walk right. all the, you know, all I the joints. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you, you take care of your joints, and I'll take care of my right. joints. And I'm sure you will. Mm-hmm. 1,075 votes. <laughs> Which illegitimate use of your computer work are you most guilty of? Visiting NeilRogers.com and voting on the poll, 307. Every time I read this poll result, I feel like I'm, I don't know, like I'm doing something evil. Like I said, the poll is okay, but there's just something that leaves me limp. Maybe if I pinch for 10 seconds, you know, I won't be so limp. What was that guy talking about, pinching your nostrils for 12 seconds when you go craving for ice cream? That is so silly, you know? Why don't you put a rubber band on your wrist and snap it? Yeah, keep snapping it. Yeah, that, that ought to do like it. Cigarette smokers it. do. As I'm standing there in the supermarket buying a half a gallon of uh, score ice cream. No ice cream today, man. Good. Although, checking out the news online, 193, that's what they're doing. They're checking out the news. We have this very, as you can tell by our callers, they're very into uh, world affairs and events. Now, what's this baseball team they're showing on there? Who's this? From the country's biggest city. Where is that? In red, Santiago. Oh, in Santiago. Oh, in Chile. Oh, no, that's not where this is. That's the uh, Santiago team. I have no idea. Blue for thousands and thousands of fans of the home team. Oh, it's in Havana. Oh, Comunista, Comunista, excuse me. Checking out the News 193. Surfing porn 169, a very worthwhile endeavor if you ask me. I never misuse my work computer, 154, reading my personal email, 118, playing a game, 44, listening to music, 25, visiting MySpace, 22, ordering merchandise, 20, reading a blog, 16, and watching a video, only 7. Well, hopefully a long one that'll kill half the day. It's not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. And now a hit on Dancing with the Stars. The first contestant to compete with an artificial limb 
She's Heather Mills. It's great to welcome her to Larry King Live. Oh, thanks very much. Let's go to some calls. Black Lake, Ohio. Hello. Heather, what do you want to say to all those people who call you a gold digger? Well, that's true. It is? Yeah. Wait a minute. Forget a good wife and mother. Wait, uh, you married Paul McCartney just for the money? Oh, yeah. For money. You know, I certainly didn't marry for any other reasons. Palm City, Florida. Hello. Hi. Hi. Heather, I didn't catch Dancing with the Stars this week. Did I miss anything? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. My leg just went flying off. Oh, no. Yeah. It totally happened to me. During the competition? Yeah. A historic moment. I think it's funny. It comes off very easily. It does. Yeah. It comes off very easily. Let's look at that big moment and the reaction. Watch. And back. Back. Side two. Two, three, four. And turn. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And how did you overcome it? Hopping after it, trying to pick it up. She's Heather Mills. Only interested in money. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. 101 at 560. That's what I'm here for, baby. Keep those checks coming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's why George shows up every day, the big paycheck. That's why That's Chris it. is in there for the free food and that big paycheck. Um, yeah. Well, when you see it works out, it balances out because when you have that kind of a paycheck, you need the free food. See the way it's okay. the yin and the yang? We try to balance it for you. In addition to which, we don't want to give you too much free food because then you'll go ballooning back up again to 280 and maybe over 300. And then you'll start giving the humper a run for his money. How about I give up the free food and get more of a paycheck? Well, I would talk to your uh, supervisor about that. Yeah, I did. I, I, got, I got the your, whole run around. You're superior to that. You don't like the janitor or anybody who's above you on the uh, mm. Richter scale in that place? 1085 on the pool, man. We're going to go zooming over 1100, man, like you're, like you're sitting still, and I guarantee you. Just like I am. I, you know, I need, other than that one time I went and walked out of the room and then walked back in, I think I've been sitting here the whole uh, three hours and two minutes solid. Wow, you're Plus an hour and a half before that. What? Going to get some yeah, let me get up and walk around a little bit. Going to get oh. gangrene ass. Oh, jeez. Green ass? Oh, no. Yeah, gangrene ass. Oh, brother. Nobody wants to have a green ass. Chair sores. Yeah, that would be true. And then the chair will get well, just like that. Although I don't think quite as bloody. Five six seven oh five sixty in pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. Kenneth Masmacho, Josh Friedman, or Randy Rhodes? Who stained the chair worse, boy? And when you talk about that cottage cheese pus that was coming out, and what what are the operation? He had the uh, stapling. Is that what he had? Yes. I see. And he denied, by the way, that he smelled bad. That's what he used to. Is he still across the street over there, Chris? I believe so. We can only pray. All right, now we know why. Now we know why Joel's so upset. He lost the Dolphins and he's still got Josh Friedman. And the rumor is he's going to lose Joe Rose. WQAM, hello. And nice talking to you, too. WQAM, hello. We want George. Okay, good. I'm real happy right. for you. Get a little more gravelly next time, okay? It really works well. I thought we were going to like go out with a blaze of glory on the phone here today, but it's just like I said, it's a coma day. Everything is very quiet. Internet is very quiet over here. The phone is very quiet. I'm very quiet. Aren't I quiet today? No. I feel like I ought to be whispering today. Wait a whisper. Oh, just like uh, that Cho guy, he, he whispered. He talked and whispered. That's the dangerous guy, okay? That means I'm about to go nuts. I'm going to go out there in the streets and start blowing people away. You'll see. WQAM, hello. Hey, what kind of bratwurst do you like when you... Ah, ah. WQAM, hello. I'm going to New York City. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Have you been uh, checking out the hockey playoffs so far? No. Uh, they've been going pretty well. They've been pretty exciting. 
And what game was that? Uh, the Jersey game over the weekend. That was really exciting. Jersey played an exciting game. What century was that in, sir? You must be dreaming. Lou Lamorello and the New Jersey Devils played an exciting game. You should live so long, sir. You wouldn't know a hockey puck if they took a package of 400 and stuffed them into your earlobe while you were squeezing it and your lobe, too. But have a nice day. Don't start with this hockey. If you want to talk hockey, we'll give out his home phone number, and you can call up uh, the Geldmeister, okay? Ask him how Jack Martin's doing there with the Panthers. Ask him how come they've got no goalie for next season. That's a good question to ask about them. How, how come they made that worst trade in the history of the National Hockey League? While Roberto Luongo is still, uh, you know, moving along with Vancouver here, even though they got ass-whipped last night. While he's still in the playoffs and playing great, how come uh, they got no goalie there for the Panthers? If we had any hockey fans in South Florida, they'd be riding in the streets. They'd be going crazy. Well, we don't have any. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, listen, about these candidates, you know, I don't hear any of them addressing the major problems that we have. You know, I'm looking at, like, illegal immigration, yeah. dependency on oil, mm -hmm. uh, terrorism, people blowing up stuff. I hear all the problems, you know, that they're telling us that there's, you know, these things exist. Sir, Nobody's it's the 26th of April, 2007, okay? It's the 26th of April, 2007. The election is in November of 2008. It's a year and a half away. Give right. him a chance. Give peace a chance, sir. Do you think we're going to hear something from Obama exactly where he's Of course we are. What do you mean are we going to hear something? Well, no, he's just going to say, vote for me because I'm a good guy. Because well, so I never stole a freight train. Of course we're going to hear. I mean, you know, because these are things that I think we need to base our decisions on. I'm not looking at Republican-Democrat anymore. Believe me, that's out the window. Yeah. I want to know who's going to address these issues and, and try to... I think John McCain is going to do it. He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and he's going to go, ba ba bomb, 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 everybody like that, you know. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good luck to us, pal. You know, the, the fact that people aren't swooning over that, the fact that people in the media aren't just excoriating him, and then they got the nerve to put that thing on there yesterday in New Hampshire where he's uh, officially announcing his candidacy, uh, uh, like us announcing the Dolphin Games that came to QAM. Same thing. Oh, yeah, big secret, you know, same kind of crap. Big announcement. Same thing we always do. We're famous for doing that. Everybody in the universe, even people that wouldn't know a football from a kumquat, even those people knew the Dolphin Games are back on QAM. Oh, don't say anything. It's not official till 2.30. All this other crap. Yeah. Always got to be mystery and intrigue. When in doubt, let's drag it out. Yeah, drag this out. That's what I suggest. You drag this out. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Is this the legendary Neil Rogers? This is the one, yes. Hey, Neil, I got a full suggestion. What do you think of what kind of people annoy you? What kind of people annoy you? Yeah, what kind of, what kind of As people As in, what did you have in mind? Well, if you watch South Park, you know exactly what we have in mind. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we go. Wants to do the N-word. That's the deal. If you watch South Park. Black people annoy him, okay? Call up Rush Limbaugh. What do you call You're calling the wrong show, pal. Call up Rush. Maybe he'll sing Barack the Magic Negro or something like that. WQAM, hello. Hi, am I on? It sounds like you, yes. Hey, uh, I, I wanted to ask George a question. You want to ask George a question about what? Uh, about a, if he's been to a um, gold club up in Jacksonville. What? What the hell is that? It's a uh, topless bar. Yeah, so. No, in Jacksonville? Yeah, what would, no, no. what would anybody with a brain be doing in Jacksonville? 
I don't know. It was a vacation. I had no choice. It was oh. a vacation, and you went to Jacksonville? Oh, my God. Like I said, anybody with a brain. I didn't even pay for my plane ticket. I, started I, I Sir, if they paid me $1,000, I wouldn't go to Jacksonville. If they paid me fifty grand, I wouldn't go there. Well, listen, the major question was, I want to know if you ever did mushrooms in a strip bar, and if not, I recommend it to both of you. No, Okay, no. great. Ah, yeah, that's right. Well, next time I go to Amsterdam, I'll do mushrooms in the strip bar. If I'm doing mushrooms, I ain't going to go to the strip He's bar. He's recommending you how you should do mushrooms in a strip bar to both of you. What, what am I going to be doing in a strip bar, huh? Well, it depends on the kind of strip bar, I reckon. Maybe the two bar. How's old Red doing? Now, let's see. Is there another <laughs> one of those we can, we can play? Uh, we better not play that. Oh, yeah, I like this. I think we can play this one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking for uh, my friend. He's supposed to be there. Cuts. His name is Cuts, K-U-T-Z. What's his name? His last name is K-U-T-Z Cuts. It's pronounced cuts. Uh, anybody name Cuts? K-T-Z, Cuts. Uh, you just called a while ago. He wasn't here. No, but maybe it was a friend of mine. His first name is Cole, C-O-L-E. Cole? Cole Cuts. His wife's name is Cole. Cole Cuts. <laughs> not here. Oh, it's not there? Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. No cold cuts. I mean, you know, the, the really good ones we can't play anymore. Especially I know, the, like everything the else. The, the Alka-Seltzer one, that's yeah. my, one of my favorite. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Is it Neil Rogers' show? This is Neil, yes. Yeah, um, I was on your website, right? And um, I'm trying to find... Um, it, it's actually under Neil Noises, and I'm trying to find that one word where it says, Stop 30, man. Can you tell me about about 30, man. About 30, man. That one? About 30, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. About 30, man. Yeah, can you tell me About 30, man. About 30, man. About 30, man. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me which category? About 30, man. Oh, boy. Okay, let's see how many uh, votes we got in the pool here now. We're going for 1,100, and I think we might just have it. We might have it today. The eyes have it. 1097, when we come back after the break. We're going to have 1,100. We're going to have it licked. I'm not going to read the result that we're going to the end of the show because that would be just so ponderous. You know, it's just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just reading this particular poll because there's so many damn choices. And because basically we know that most people, any chance they get at work, are screwing off, and they're sure as hell not doing, uh, hopefully bad. not doing much work. Back in, in the church. Jump in a taxi cab. I said, driver, Central Park. Huh? He looked at me so quizzically. I could tell he was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade. And with my arms, the trees I made. Nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, Tienda. What does that mean? Nobody speaks English. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, Smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABCs. 
I don't say muchas gracias. I say please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're an American now. Stop making me sick. <laughs> Nobody speaks English. Come on, Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. There's a good example for you right there. 117 at 560 WQM. How about those Marlins won a game last night? Oh. All right. Any interest? No. We're, we don't care at all now. Only, in fact, you know something? Hang on for a second. Play music or somewhere like 15 seconds. Well, something a little more substantial than that. Because I want to go get the Marlins schedule because I think we got next Wednesday off. And I think it, it's one of these Thursdays coming up right here at 1130 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how much I can lose on that day? I don't like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There's something good. Here we go. Okay, time's up. All right, now let's see. Tomorrow is, um, what's tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Friday? (laughs) It's another day in paradise. That's right. Next Wednesday, May 2th, is the Mets game at New York, 1.10 p.m., which means we are done at 12.30. Wednesday. Woo! If would buy Wednesday, I can lose three or four grand next week. I, I you know, I, I just, what, what can I say about that place? They're just taking my money. I'm having a wonderful time. I, I did okay. I was losing my ass and I got half of it back, and that's, you know, it could be worse. Now, where's that game I was telling you about that starts at noon, or did I just dream that? I don't know. You said game Thursday, in my mind. Thursday, will you listen to me? I'm listening. I'm trying to put a little smile on your puss. 11.04 on the pool. There's a good reason to be happy. Oh! 11.04 on the pool. We over topped 1,100, and people are going to be talking about that at the water cooler, and Alec Baldwin and stuff like that, Eric and about Barbara. Dancing with the Stars. And uh, President Bush has vowed to veto the bill contains a surrender date. And there's a Diane Feinstein, and she says, oh, we're... Oh, we're fine. Stein, and she said, we're also very Jewish. I wonder if people know that she's Jewish. Who? <laughs> well, when your name Who is wish? Feinstein, if people don't know that you're yeah, Jewish, people subtle. must be stupid, you know. Anyway, 12.05 p.m., Dodgers at the Marlins on Thursday, May 10th. That means an 11.30 pregame show. And 11, are you ready for that? Now, I realize that some of our people out there who are actually like fans of the show and want to hear my voice and even your voice, which yeah. shows how desperate they are, they're going to be not too happy about it. But us, yes! you bet. All right. Yes! All right. Right? All right. Yes! So mark that down on your calendar. I will. Oh, and also, what else have we got coming up next week? A week from Friday is the uh, book, the winter book. The summer knows. Why do I keep singing that song? That's from the summer of 42, and you still have yeah, it. I, I still movie. don't have well, it. I didn't order you whatever movie it was I was going to. Well, I'll watch that movie tonight. Better uh, luck tomorrow. Right. That, that my friend Ricky is in, very enthusiastically uh, recommending. He says, I'm just going to love it. And if it really is good, I'll uh, get you a copy of that. I did find this, though, one? since you mentioned it and I didn't have it. I went and what got was it. the other one? Go tell it on the mountain. Oh, I love that. Over the even, even though it's a religious song, I still love it. Not that I'm, you know, they're they're good religious songs, not because they're religious, just you know because they sound good. Let my peoples go, man. Let my peoples go. Oh, that's it. That's all you're gonna play? Oh, I got my lots more. Who's that yonder dressed in red? Maybe it's one of the Cincinnati Reds, or maybe it's a communista. The children that Moses, that Moishe led. Oh my God, I'm feeling so inspirational and so perspirational. 
I like the word yonder. Mm-hmm. The children that Moishi led. I don't think there was any Moses. I don't think there was any Abraham. I know there was an Abraham Solomon. He was my grandfather. And he was very, very Jewish. And he had like a little beard and stuff like that. I, I told you that. I don't remember when the hell it was. But somebody had a whole bunch of pictures of my ancestors, you know, of my mother's mm-hmm. grandfather. And, um, oh, brother. Talk about a bunch of getchkis. You know how the Amish look, you know, with the hat? Well, you know, sure. the Orthodox Jews look the same way. Mm-hmm. With the big hats and the long beards that come down to their... Big uh, fur hockey pucks. What's that about? And so that's what they look like, my ancestors. So maybe that explains to you some of my insanity and the reason I am like I am. Your you know, ancestor sanity? Like crazy. Abraham Solomon, baby. That was Grandpa, Abraham Solomon. A.B. Solomon. I wonder if I'm ever going to hear from any of my relatives again. You think so? No. Nah. They hate me like poison. Well, if you told them you were going to put them in your will, you'll be hearing from them all the time. I, I got news for you. The relatives I'm thinking about don't need me, and, and they don't need to be in my will. I should be in uh, their will. Believe me when I tell you, you know, my wealthy, don't yes. you remember the yeah. uh, Hallandale, what was her name? Mad uh, Max. Oh, yeah. Oh. from La Mer, where wow. my aunt lives, with her $80 zillion. They don't need my money, okay, and they're not getting it anyway. They hate you. Everybody hates you. Well, not everybody hates me. I had a couple of emails here today, not too many. <laughs> not too much. All, all the way around, it's just, it's, it's funny how it seems like, there are certain days, it's like maybe the moon is in Uranus or something, the uh, planets are lined up in a certain way, and everybody is like off their feet, you know, and it's just, uh, everybody's kind of quiet today, and just, although Mark uh, told me he was Jewish, and also, Yay. he didn't say that, but it's pretty obvious, Mark. Anytime you go on, like, Brandon's website, and you tell him how hot he looks, and go, yeah, I mean, see, I read a lot of these comments that people put on different places, and I'm a lot more, I'm, I'm a lot more observant than some people think I am. Do you know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. I'm just making an announcement to the world that I'm much more observant than some of you people think I am. I see, I see things that you couldn't even begin to imagine that I see. I hear things. I hear sounds. People making sounds with their mouth. Wednesday, June sixth, a day that will live in infamy, ladies and gentlemen. At 1:05, it's the Marlins at the Atlanta Braves. 12:30 that day. Excellent. How do you like that? I'm just scouring through here looking for a little little break here and there for us. Thursday, June 28th, the Pirates in Pittsburgh host the Marlins at 12.05, 11.30. Yes! 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 You jackass. Okay, calm down now. So that's just looking ahead to early June. And we, got, we got some, you know, and well-deserved when you work tough schedule like I do. Now, did I mention about that deal, uh, the extension, my deal, which, which isn't completely signed, sealed, delivered yet, like Stevie Wonder would say, but it's pretty, I think it's uh, written, it's engraved in embossed in granite. You mentioned it once. Did I mention it on the year? Yes. And that on Fridays, I'm not going to be working at all in the last two years, like 2009, 2010. Oh, what are we going to do on Fridays? Light some candles and say a bracha, that's what I would do. Say a little prayer like Dion Warwick. Don't You don't have to play those again. No, I won't. 11.09 on the poll. I'm pretty, I'm pleased as punch. I'm so excited about it. I'm even going to read that. 11.30. Wow. Hour and a half. I could do that blindfolded with my hands tied behind my back. Although it would be kind of hard to play like uh, that stuff, you know, with my hands tied behind my back. 11.11. I don't trust you to do it. I'm not, you know, I mean, you're fine. You do a wonderful job and you're much appreciated. But when it comes to the drop-ins, you're too much like, oh my God. Well, you know, Chris uh, Baker. Uh-huh. It's just a joke. Will you relax? Senate passes war spending bill calling for Iraq pullout just in on CNN. And that and 40 cents will buy a, about a quarter of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Oh, 
God? Oh, you're a liar. No, hey, I didn't lie, all right? All right, I'll lie. You're all liars. Are you calling me a liar? Not all adults are liars. You're lying. I'm trying to spot liars. I'm afraid I find it difficult. Trust you. Democratic Republicans no longer believe in him. Alberto Gonzalez sees in big trouble. Testimony they demand. Go to Congress, take the stand. Play it cool. Try to fool Capitol Hill rumble. I'm a liar, and I'm a loser. And I'm ashamed. He's a dog. He can't be trusted. Lawyers fired, torture planned. Double grab, wiretaps, reckless loyalty. The party over country. One ton of more right to trial. White House in complete denial. Constitution thrown away. How long till they make him pay? Uh, the Toronto picture that brought that interview gone bad. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, um, this other thing that you sent me uh, 45 times about the article from the Guardian, which about I fascism. 45 times? No, twice. Oh, but okay. anyway, well, what was that? That's an email problem here. I, sometimes you you apologize for sending it to me once. Yeah. Well, 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 I mean, I, I put it on for tomorrow on our stories, but you think, what am I going to do? Read that on the air? It's only eight million. No, minutes. no. Uh, if I started now, that would take me to the end of my new extended contract. Right. So that's something to think about. Tracy sent it along, and I just forwarded it. Oh, thanks, Tracy. Thank you so much. It'll be on tomorrow on our uh, very important webs uh, uh, stories on our website. I'm, I'm incoherent. Don't worry about and it. Anyway, that thing about the uh, la the lady. Now that was a lady, okay? <laughs> that was no lady. So the professor had already seen that, but I had emailed that to him, you know, this uh -huh. morning for him to peruse. He said he already saw it, but it's just hilarious. And he said, he he's on to me. He said that's me. That's uh, you know parading around in the streets naked in Toronto. You're right. <laughs> You're right, That's professor. why you wear those baggy clothes. That's right, because I got those dogs. huge man boobs <laughs> that each weigh about 80 pounds. And, of course, then I got that other thing, a kind of a patch, I guess, or something that rhymes with. Anyway, well, I sure as hell can't say that. No, you can't. No, I sure can't. Don't can. even try. <laughs> I mean, I could, but then again, we probably wouldn't be extending it or the contract either, you know. Well, I, you know, I thought I could fool some people, but, you know. When you know when you meet somebody in person and they see those gigantic boobies, it's hard to, like, cover up the whole deal. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. But I'm wondering, because that thing is so great, don't you think we ought to put that, where should we put that? Maybe not on our regular page, but on the MySpace main page? We could do that. Why, why don't you do that? I mean, people need to see that. It's an I, interview uh, gone bad in Toronto. And now, that was on the air live? I, I'm not sure of the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder the people here acted a little strange <laughs> lately, eh? How's it going? I, uh, I've oh, already sent it to Miguel. Me. I'll tell him to post it. Yeah, send it to the lovely Miguel and have him post it. And then, of course, so I got that response, and then I also got a response from Brandon, who just jumped up from his desk <laughs> when he heard that Mark uh, had that comment. See, a lot of people don't even look at the comments that people post yeah, on their page. And maybe you ought to take a look at some of those, Brandon, because Mark wants you badly. You're hot. You're hot. He saw those, uh, you know, the original pictures Brandon had on with the, with the black squares around where his... Uh, no. Yeah. Well, that, that's what originally was on there. Uh, they probably still are on there somewhere. Anyway, Mark saw those, and Mark is not only Jewish, but he's also... Yay. Well, that's an interesting combination. I can relate, Mark, okay, although you're annoying. 
And guess guess who, for the audience's sake, the audiences that are really speaking of all this uh, online stuff, going to be really thrilled for me when they hear this. Somebody who, was it yesterday? Or I, I told you when it happened. Or was it the day before? Sometime this week. Johnny G. Now, he didn't go away. Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. But he just said that he's too thin-skinned, and when I rip him on the ear, he can't take it, and so he's not going to bother me no more. I don't think he's deleting himself anymore, although, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. I don't want to hurt his feelings. See, one thing about me, I'm not an insensitive bastard, in spite of what everybody thinks. I'm really not. Right. I'm a sweetheart. I'm a kind, old, old, pathetic You're an old softy. That's right. I really am. And, you know, Johnny G's been a big fan a long time. He used to bring us the great pizza at Zadie years ago, but, you know, that in 20 cents will give you a fifth of a cup of coffee at the coffee time, you know. Well, what, can you explain that to me? What? I, I realize it's a, it's a fad. What? The, 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 the thing with the coffee shops, not just Starbucks, but all these other ones, too. Like, here mm-hmm. we've got coffee time, and there's about ten different chains at every street corner. And it's like there. It's like every, every corner is another uh, drugstore, because there's all those people 100 years plus mm-hmm. trying to get their drugs. Well, you and, live in, uh, like, up north, people drinking coffee all the time. It keeps them warm. I used to drink coffee continuously when I lived up north. Up north, you mean like at the uh, Sawgrass? Like in Montana. You mean like, yeah. Well, I'm talking about everywhere. Yeah, a giant Florida, mug. A Everyone had a giant there's mug. There's a freaking... St- and, of course, here we not only have Starbucks, we got Tim Hortons, eh? Tim Hortons, baby. Number seven, Maple Leafs. Let's do a little hockey talk here. Playoffs are in full uh, flight. How about those uh, Sabres kicking the crap? Who the hell was that? When he went. Now it's cool for Montreal to Lemire. Breakaway. Lemire, Dan Kelly, he was fat and now he's dead. Got to your fifth Stanley Cup, your fourth in oh, a row. Oh, and there's Swivelmouth. I mean, my good friend Dick Irvin Jr. You know, he's a big fan. He had me on air once. Are you aware of that? In no. Montreal. Did I ever tell you that? No. Dick Irvin Jr., who um, for a period of time, he was like the color announcer on a Canadian's game. And then he actually did some play-by-play on CBC with that twerpy voice. But anyway, he's a big fan of my show. I guess Rimmer turned him on to it. You know, Rimmer did do, I will say this for him, because I'm always knocking him, and he deserves it, all those free meals. But he did make a lot like John Miller. He made him a big fan of this show, and the same with Joe Bowen, I believe, and uh, Dick Irvin, Jr. So anyway, uh, he was on the air for a Montreal Panther game in the, in the old arena, Miami Arena. And he came down, and Rimmer uh, introduced me, and he said, I'd love to have you on the show, in, in between periods, and he had me on the show. Wasn't that sweet? And I said, you frogs there in Montreal. I, I wish I would have said that. If I'd have had the balls to do it, he would have had no. I, I couldn't do that to him because he's a good guy, Dick. But anyway, see, they're little. You didn't even know that, did you? No, I didn't. I don't I'm think anybody in the audience cares now. about that because they sure don't care about hockey. But it certainly had to do with uh, something with the legendary old Neil. You might have said it before, and I forgot as soon as you were done, just like I did uh, just now. I want to hear Rick Janet calling these Buffalo Bulls, Jim, and I don't want to hear some putts from TSN from the sports network. All right. Sabres are going to kick ass, baby. Force raid against the uh, Rangers. You heard it here first. I sure hope so. 11:21 on the poll. Things are looking up now. Brandon's got a new boyfriend on there. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know something? As soon as I said that, as soon as I said people are kind of like quiet today, bada bing, bada boom, bada like that. See how my people come to my, to my aid, to my assistance mm-hmm. when, they th- when I think that they're like ignoring me, which sometimes they are. That, that was really nice. That was very, very, very nice. And I, you think now, which should I watch first? I'm going to watch Better Luck tomorrow tonight. Okay. Better luck, Better luck tonight tomorrow. That's right. I'm going to watch it tonight. Good. And then I'm going to watch Borat over the weekend. Good. And then of Mice and Men. 
<laughs> Listen, you won't be sorry. Trust me. Okay. It's got yeah, Ray Walston in it. What, what that was that there? Paul Newman movie that you forced me to watch? That where everybody touts uh, like it's such a great movie. It was horrible. The what? Where he's in jail. He's the prisoner. Paul Newman. Oh, come on. It's I touted classic. a Paul Newman movie. Yeah, yeah, yes, you did. Oh, Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Me puke. Yeah. Get out of here. Cool Hand Luke, my ass. I'll bet. Well, I got it na- down now. Oh, no redneck movies Roger for Eber, you. man. He's looking really bad, you know? So you, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like him, but I don't... I, I who just, cares? Yeah, okay. So you don't like You're, rednecky movies, even if they're making fun of rednecks. That's I just wrote that down. No rednecky movies in any way, shape, or form. For right. Me. I don't like Even if it's a parody of rednecks. What was the one that I started watching for... Raising Arizona. Oh, Tracy. What is it? Raising Arizona. Raising River Phoenix. I would have liked to have raised River Phoenix. Oh, God. But anyway, he's raised. He Maybe he's going to rise again like Jesus. You never know. River Phoenix. He was kind of an interesting guy. You know, he had his issues. No, like, no, no. Don't they all like Johnny Depp's got his issues? And it was the bar that Johnny Depp owed, uh, owned that he got the bad crap in there, and he drank some stuff out of a vial, and it turned out to be really vile, and he collapsed on the sidewalk, and he died. River Phoenix. That's the way it goes. And his brother, what's his brother's name? Begins with a J. Joaquin. Joaquin. See, I knew it began with My a J. My dead brother's name. Your dead brother was named Joaquin? See. Si. Joaquin Rodriguez? Joaquin de Jesus Is that the one Rodriguez. who was fat and died? Yes, and smoked. That's, that's sad. How yes, old was he when he died? 40-something. Like Jesus 40, uh, Christ. He was 40-something and he died? Mm-hmm. Because he was fat? And smoked. And smoked. Well, at least I don't well, smoke. Hey, my other fat friends who died, one died at 35 and the other one died at 29. Now, the fat man, Fat Rich, how old do you think he was? I would say he was about 60. 60, 60-ish, yeah, 60-something. Yeah, not, not quite as old a fart. And, of course, he, he'll he never get to be as old a fart as I am because uh, he's, well, that's bad. That's a terrible thing to say. He was a good guy. Yes, he Rich. was. Yes, he was. Now, how, how many times, well, I guess at the appearances you'd see him always so wiping all the, the time. All the time, the Al Goldstein parties we used to go to all the oh, time. Oh, you used to go to the Al Goldstein parties, that's I right. see. Oh, that's all right. those schnorrers would uh, go to And Fat Rich would go because, of that's course, right. the food was free. <laughs> God, Neil. Welcome back to Kenny and Bo. Kelly's joining us again today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe Virginia Tech canceled football training. <laughs> That's not right. I'll tell you what's not right. After 9-11, all sports was canceled for almost a week. I was in withdrawal. Hey, you were doing a show the morning of 9-11, right? Yeah. Well, how'd you handle that? I'm proud to say we kept right on talking about the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, no. I don't know, Geldy. Something like that happens. I might have to put sports aside for a little bit. That's why you're not going to last as long as I have. Dude, people were jumping to their death. Our, our shores were attacked, man. That wasn't a good situation. What's that got to do with Dingleberry Jewish Sport Hulfaggery? So, let me get this right. Uh, there's nothing more important in life than sports, right? I don't care if my house was boiling down with my family trapped inside. Nothing will lift my head from the sports page. You want job security at QAM? It's sports, sports, sports. If you want to work here, sports. Hey, Geldy, come here. Come here. I want to show you something. Aye, aye, aye. You got the perfect team for the morning show when we dump the one that we currently have. How about Geldy, Lenny Martez, and uh, Joe Zagaki? With an occasional guest appearance by... Just for old time's sake. How's that sound? All right. John Nichols has got a great count here. Do I have time to read it? Sure. Lawyers in the fight for American journalism? I sure hope I do. It's by John Nichols, by the way, from the uh, nation. He says, Bill Moyers isn't the first American to ask with regard to the media coverage of the run-up to the invasion of Iraq. How did the mainstream press get it so wrong? 
The man who's been a White House press secretary, newspaper publisher, author and TV news program host is not alone in wondering how did the evidence disputing Bush administration claims and uh, intimations regarding the existence of weapons of mass destruction and the link between Sodom to 9-11 continue to go largely unreported. But Moyers has done something that most Americans haven't had the time, the resources, or the contacts to do, and that has answered the fundamental questions about the failure of print, broadcast, and cable news outlets to cut through the spin and give the American people the truth about the Bush administration's unwarranted rush to war. What the conservative media did was easy to fathom. They had been cheerleaders for the White House from the beginning and were simply continuing to rally the public behind the president. No questions asked, explains Moyers. How mainstream journalists suspended skepticism and scrutiny remains an issue of significance that the media hasn't satisfactorily explored. How the administration marketed the war to the American people has been well covered, but critical questions remain. How and why did the press buy it? And what does it say about the role of journalists in helping the public sort out fact from propaganda? These are the premises and purposes of a remarkable new documentary, Buying the War, which explores the role of the press in the lead-up to the 2003 invasion of Iraq, aired last night on PBS channels across the country, the special premiere of the new, 90, uh, the new weekly series, Bill Moyer's Journal. It aired last night. Too bad we didn't have that story yesterday, so we could tell you that it aired last night. Am I right? Too bad. Yeah. After last night's premiere, Moyers will return to PBS on the Friday night schedule where he was a resident for a number of years as host of Now with Bill Moyers. And just as he did before leaving now several years ago at a time when President Bush's allies and appointees were attacking him for giving airtime to administration critics, including Republicans like Nebraska Senator Chuck Hagel, Moyers is still practicing the craft of journalism in the manner intended by the rebels against empire who wrote a freedom of the press protection into America's founding document. In other words, he's refusing to be a stenographer for the powerful. Buying the War highlights that refusal. In the documentary, Moyers interviews former CBS News anchor Dan Rather, NBC's Meet the Press host, uh, the pasty Tim Russert, former CNN President Walter Isaacson, and many of the top American print and broadcast reporters. He challenges them. He presses them. He gets them to acknowledge not just the drastic flaws in the reporting before and immediately after the invasion of Iraq, but also the extent to which those flaws illustrate the deeper crisis of today's on-bended-knee media. The veteran CBS Middle East correspondent Bob Simon sums up that crisis when he refers to the Washington press corps as operating in a bubble shaped by the Bush administration. Buying the war is not a polemic. Rather, it's an aggressively and thoroughly reported critique of pre-war media coverage, which celebrates the handful of journalists, especially those with the old Knight Ritter Washington Bureau, who asked the right questions while solemnly detailing the reality that most media merely repeated administration claims as if they were truths that could not be debated. Remarkably and importantly, Morris gets journalists who are still in the game to explain where things went wrong. For instance, Washington Post media critic Howard Kurtz, who really hurts, notes, from August 2002 until the war was launched in March of 2003, there were about 140 front-page pieces in the Washington Post making the administration's case for war. But there were only a handful of stories that ran on the front page that made the opposite case, or if not making the opposite case, raised any questions. What Moyers has produced is a chilling account of what happens in Republic, where the media, for the most part, becomes a mouthpiece for the government, which is absolutely, absolutely correct, correct sir. sir. As Walter Pincus, one of the last great Washington reporters, explains to Moyers, more and more of the media become, I think, common carriers of administration statements and critics of the administration. We've sort of given up on be, of being uh, independent on our own. That surrender of independence destroys the whole matter of a free press, just as it prevents private citizens from gaining the information and insight needed to be functional players in America's democratic experiment. But even in this dark interregnum, there is hope for freedom of the press and for the democracy it sustains. Bill Moyers, thank the Lord, is back on the air. Good article by John Nichol about John Nichols about the Bill Moyers. See, they can't keep the uh, the truth the peddlers off the air forever, even though they're trying like crazy. Yeah, they are. Not that they're trying to intimidate the media, you know, you understand that. That's why CBS is uh, peeing in their pants. 
Thank you, Janet Jackson and the Justin Tinkerbell. What? You idiots. You fairy. Okay. Well, that, that's what really uh, started heavy duty, is you and I, as we all know too well. That's why we can't play squat. You know something? Not only can't we play squat anymore, we can't even do it. We can't squat. And you want to know why we can't squat? Because sometimes if you mm -hmm. squat, you and we sure can't do that. And sometimes it's on purpose, and I guess it all depends on where you have squatters' rights. Right? Right? Right. Right. Anyway, it's uh, 151, but we're going to have to get out of here pretty soon. That's a shame because I feel like I'm just getting rolling now. Rolling, rolling. Why is that, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Some, well, I don't know what that's all about. I think I got up too early today. Why did I get up early? I don't know. Did you ever do that? You just felt like you were all slept yes. out and you got up and then you yes. thought, oh, that was a bad mistake. Another half hour would have been really good. Or sometimes you get up to pee and it's like, ah, oh, you know, I ain't Are you also getting stayed. up to pee? You must be diabetic, that guy that called before about telling us how many, he's counting how many times he gets well, up to pee. I don't go up all night. night. You know, it's just I, like I sometimes don't, you don't, don't make it to the morning, you know? 11.42 on the pool. Boy, I'm telling you, it's almost the end of the show, and you're planting ice cream thoughts in my mind. Don't I am do not. It. I want everybody who knows me to scream and yell, don't have any ice cream today, Grandma. Don't do it. I'm telling you. You're going to die up there. <laughs> oh, but it sounds so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm addicted. I can't help it. Some people are addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to booze. Some people are addicted to pornography. I'm addicted to uh, sugar. Azucar, baby, like Cena Cruz would say. Azucar, azucar, and of course she's still dead. Which illegitimate use of your computer work are you most frequently guilty of? 1,142 votes. We could have made 12 if Chris would have leaned on it, if he had gotten off his fat ass. Just remember that tomorrow, Chris. Okay. Visiting NeilRogers.com and voting on the poll, 331. Checking out the news, 209. That's the only place you'll get the real news is online and from our website and a lot of other ones, too. That, you sure won't get any on your network news or from the talking head a-holes. Surfing porn, 182, an excellent uh, pastime. I never uh, misuse my work computer, 159. We don't believe you. You're liars. Reading my personal email, 121. Playing a game, 46. All the games, all the time. Games people play. Peepholes play. Listening to music, 26. Visiting MySpace, 24. Wow, what a concept. Ordering merchandise, 20. Reading a blog, 17. And watching a video, 8. I don't know why I started that blog on our MySpace thing. I wrote a couple of things on it. Remember we had the technical defugalies and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I told you. We it was, had people uh, screwing know, with us. I don't know why I said because I'm just, I've lost my interest in it. But at least it's there. And if, I, if I'm ever in the mood like someday, maybe mm -hmm. I'll write something else on there. Maybe, maybe if they decide to pay me for it. This is breaking news. A Walt Disney World employee dressed as the character Tigger was accused of hitting a child while posing for a photo. Passers-by said it was ugly. Here now is what may have, possibly, could have happened. Then again, maybe not. Took a flight to Disney World. Mom, Dad, and Jerry Jr. Passed the teacups and the turkey leg stand when they saw that big orange ball of fur. Heard about, then a goofy laugh. <laughs> Something just didn't seem right. Crazy cat from the hundred acre woods stopped a second and started a fight. Then a punch from the tiger caught Jerry in the face. Then a jab from the tail into his nuggets. Not a Punch from the tigger and blood through every place. And the lesson is never to take out oh. the tiger. <laughs> Next thing they knew, there was Winnie the Pooh. 
Open in a jar of honey wolf ass. You're the donkey, kick the kid in the chin. And Piglet got a couple cheap shots in. Then another punch from the Tigger and Christopher Robin, who unbuttoned his stupid yellow raincoat. He had a samurai sword and a grenade launcher in the fight that started with a Everyone's scared of tiggers. Left, left, then right, right, then left. Tigger fight. Oh. Fight, bye, bye. bye.